Hello everyone, and welcome to Perilous Pursuits. I'm Gogo DM, and I'm proud to present my second D&D live play campaign, The Mobius Chronicles. This homebrew campaign is a continuation of the characters and stories from my first campaign, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and follows the characters as they uncover a dangerous threat against the entire world and beyond. So sit back and close your eyes as you join our adventuring party in the lands of Faerun and listen to their perilous pursuits. Well, welcome to episode two of the Mobius Chronicles. Episode two? Uh, yep. Yeah. Episode two. Episode one happened like six months ago or longer. Longer than that. I think it was this year. It was really, it was like yeah. the 31st of last year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Jeez. Well, we got to make better on that. All right. So, Revenant, you've been He's doing. I've been absolutely broiling. Jarlaxle, who you guys found out was the captain of the eye catcher. Disguised as uh, uh, Zardos Zorg. Um, Zardos Zord. He's the owner of the Sea Maiden's Fair. Yeah. He was Jarlaxle in disguise. And he ended up taking all your treasure and a couple, and your staff uh, from the Vault of Dragons uh, when you guys found all the treasure there. Yep. And uh, about a week later, uh, in a presentation to uh, Laura, Lauren Silver, oh my God, I'm trying to remember all the names. The uh, the lady, uh, L'Oreal Silverhand. L'Oreal Silverhand. So thank you. Um, there was a big ball, and he presented the uh, he returned the money. That they believe was stolen from Waterdeep to L'Oreal Silverhand. The and, 500,000 or whatever. Yeah, quite a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. And as that, he became an open lord of the city of Luskin for, uh, for doing that. And uh, he returned your guys' possessions, except he wanted to hang on to the staff. Yep. And that did not go well with Mr. Ruffman. Nope. So, even uh, pretty sure that's culture appropriation or something. I don't, I don't know. I think there's a <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, because uh, it's like a a monk, um, like heirloom kind of thing. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to just take those. Yeah, he was just fascinated by the stuff. He's never seen anything like it. Uh, so, pretty sure that's illegal now, Gord. <laughs> it might be illegal in the real world. <laughs> So for the past few weeks, you've been just doing in uh, in uh, Trollskull Alley, and you had enough, and you go down to the dock area, and you're determined to get your staff back. You watch uh, as you see the eye catcher, the boat, Jarlaxle's boat, floating in the uh, middle of the uh, deep water bay. And uh, even watching their uh, 
the drow sailors, now not disguised because uh, they were magically disguised before, going back and forth into the city and celebrating with their uh, newfound success. Uh, one time you, you, you're up in this, uh, you found a nice rooftop area in, in this alley close to the docks. You're able to kind of time and watch uh, the guards come and go. And uh, it's just a few here and there, uh, or sorry, the drow sailors. Uh, but what you've noticed uh, a couple nights is a couple of uh, these drow sailors have been escorting a, uh, looks like a wizard to the docks and they roll him up to the eye catcher. And very early in the morning, they roll him back and this, they escort this uh, wizard back into town and he, they're holding his arms. He looks exhausted. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of odd. And you have been uh, going into pubs, kind of, you know, you've been overhearing the drow and they're getting drunk and they're talking about, uh, you know, tomorrow night that uh, Jarloxel's given most of the crew a shore lead so that they could celebrate. And um, he's even, uh, um, so that's the following night of tonight. And he's going to uh, give most of the sailors the night off and they're gonna be uh, on the town, so. So you're this telling is the me there's a chance. <laughs> there's, this is the night before. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> and you, you're watching, you know, a couple draw going back and forth. And uh, you do see some uh, well, roller perception. Uh, Ten. Um, you hear uh, like a you don't see anything but you hear like a some like a crack of a rooftop you don't know what direction it come from Ooh. um can I roll for stealth sure uh 21 uh, you hear that and you kind of drop into the shadows. Hey, um. So you're overlooking uh, this alley. Okay. Well, it's not an alley, it's a, it's a road. Okay. And you're on top of this kind of an abandoned house. Is the road like in front of the, the pier and stuff? Yeah, you can look down the road and you see that the pier is right there and you have a good view of the ships and the. So you're maybe like 50 feet from the piers. Okay. Maybe 100 feet. Okay. And you see uh, a rowboat approaching uh, the docks. Looks like there's three people in it. So I'm still the night before the... the... Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's about 3 a.m. right now. Ooh, it's bedtime. Um, how far away is the rowboat? Well, it's approaching the docks. 
Okay, so it's uh, approaching 100 feet away. Yeah. Um, in the okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll wait just a little bit longer to see if I can see who gets out. Okay. Uh, they they kind of tie up on the dock and see two drow sailors with that wizard, and uh, this wizard he's almost falling down. They have to hold him up as they kind of almost drag him down the street. Uh, they're not being rough with him at all. They're trying to be like help him. Yeah, and they're, so they're coming down the street your way. Um, can I roll an insight to see if I can figure out if they are if you, if they're like uh kind of like draining him, not draining him, but like they seem to be getting him every every night, probably for a purpose, uh, probably to use his magic. Well, this is, you, you've seen him come back weary. Uh, yeah. And tonight, you've never seen him this weary. Never seen him this tired before? Oh, he's been weary, but not this much weary. He's like completely exhausted. He used to be able to stumble and kind of walk, and but they're almost carrying him. Okay, can I follow them? Sure. Okay. Uh, they're they're approaching kind of where you are right now. Okay, perfect. It's gonna yeah. hang out, stay super stealthy in the shadows for now. Okay. And uh, uh, Theodore, I'd like you to roll a perception. Uh, seventeen for me. Seventeen. Uh, you decided to uh, take up residence on one of the roofs of the street. And very similarly, you've been watching the uh, comings and goings of drought, but you've been only at it. This is your second night. Uh, you haven't figured out any kind of patterns or anything like that. And uh, you see three people coming down the road. Two look like drought. One looks like a wizard that they're almost dragging along the street. All right. Um, I'll just kind of like quietly just sit there, like start to like take notes of the comings and goings and just like note the fact that this wizard's getting rode out for like the second day in a row. Yeah. Just two randos chilling on the same roof. No idea that they're there. Uh, you have a pretty good view of your roof. You don't see okay. anyone. Or on, uh, near, or on nearby, on nearby roofs anyway. But like obviously, Theodore, my perception you can roll wasn't a high enough. Theodore, you can roll a stealth check. Twenty-seven. The three are uh, <laughs> Twenty-seven, and that's yeah. not a natural twenty. That was no, that's that, not. <laughs> That was you, Art? Yeah, I rolled a 27. Yeah, uh, you uh, you were just blended in. You're, you're almost invisible. Yeah. Could be like a Metal Gear Solid just chilling in a box right beside somebody. <laughs> Skyrim um, approach. Yeah, I'll like, like pace back and forth a bit just slowly. 
kind of watching to see if like I can hear a little bit of their conversation or if they're saying anything to like catch names or anything. Uh, you rolled a 17. Yeah. Perception, right? Uh, what yep. did you roll? Revenant? For perception? Yeah. 10. Yeah. So, uh, Theodore, you, as they walk by, you do hear catch a, uh, one of the drows speaking, uh, that looks like he spent the last of his energy tonight, but, uh, I think they accomplished what, uh, I think Jarlaxle got what he wanted. And they continue walking by. Yeah, so you guys uh, watch these guys head uh, north up the street into town as they pass uh, your buildings. Yeah, I'm going to try and follow them. You're going to jump down off the roof? Um, can I follow them from the rooftops? Uh, there's no other building close by. Uh, in which case, I will jump off the rooftop okay. and make zero sound. Okay. Uh, still roll yeah, of stealth. Got those silly boots. Got those boots for it. Uh, Is this a, just a straight stealth roll or is this a stealth check? This is a stealth uh, roll. Um, 15. 15, okay. Uh, you, you jump down and... Because uh, if it's a stealth check, I get advantage on it. Oh, it was a stealth check, sorry. It's a, I literally rolled the same, exact same number, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you jump down and you don't make any noise. Uh, you're able to hide behind a barrel and uh, stay in the shadows. Okay. And you notice the, uh, continue walking down the street. Uh, Theodore, you notice someone jumping down off the roof across the street from you. Kind of like they hide into a out. what's that i'll just peek out a little bit and just kind of like make note of it like someone else is watching them as well yeah so you see this guy jump down off the roof hide behind a barrel looks like he's following the three uh people that you were watching uh revenant what are you doing I'm going to continue to follow them. Okay, so they're walking down uh, the street. I mean, you're, you're trying to flip from shadow to shadow. Yep. They don't seem to notice. <laughs> uh, they turn right down a, a darker alley. Okay. Just going to keep following them. Uh, they stop kind of in the darker alley. Uh, can I actually jump on a roof if we're back into the, the city? Uh, well, I mean, we're uh, two, three stories up now. Oh, okay. Uh, Teardrop, what are you doing when you see these guys kind of, you see them kind of go down or further and then they pull into an alley to your right. 
Yeah, I'll probably like um, slide off the side of the building, try and like jump to the next one and slide down the side of it and yeah. try and flit around the corner as well. Okay, there's no one around right now, so you don't need to stealth, but uh, roll me a stealth for going down the street. Oh, that's awful. It's a 16. 16, okay. Um, so, Revenant, you turn the corner, you see these uh, uh, two drow, they, they kind of sit the uh, mage down, leaned against the wall, and they're like, uh, this guy's getting heavy. I don't want to carry him anymore. Maybe we should, should we just leave him here? I wonder. He'd find his way home, I'm sure. And the other guy's going, I don't know. Jarlaxle told us to bring him home. Make sure he was safe. What if he gets mugged or killed or something back here? And they're kind of going back and forth, wondering what they should do. Oh. Peeking around the corner. Man, I'd love to just mess. I just love to screw these guys over so hard. Um. <laughs> and Teodor, as you approach, you see uh, Tiefling uh, in the shadows, but you can kind of see him peeking around the corner of this alley. He's about. 50 feet ahead of you. I'll probably like stay behind and uh, I'll probably like Probably stay in the shadows behind, but I would I would be curious as to what the tiefling was doing. Yeah. Considering my interests and what I want to do. Okay, Ravi, back to you. What are you doing? Uh, I'll just uh, I'll keep on waiting it out. I'd love to just go and mess them up, but uh, I think they, they I don't want to tip. I also don't want to tip them off, so. They come to a conclusion and they, they start turning towards you and walking towards the corner where you're you're peeking around. They're oh, about, they're about 20, 30 feet away and they start walking towards you. Okay, I'm gonna hide. Okay, roll another stealth check. This is kind of a frantic find a hiding spot. And that was, it's a 20, on a dirty 20. I rolled a, the other one was a one, so. Uh, there's a little recess in the door that's in shadow, and you're just as they come around, you just find it and you just kind of press tight against it. <laughs> yeah. These guys, they uh, they turn, they uh, and they kind of look both ways up and down, and you swear one is looking right at you. And he kind of pauses, and then it's he looks fine. the other way. So, uh, and uh, just some stoop sitter. That's fine. And he says, we have some time. Let's go to the uh, young portal and get some uh, drinks. And they, they head off north into town. Okay. Uh, as soon as they are like more than 20 feet away, I'm going to dash around the corner and see if I can uh, approach the sorcerer. Okay. Or wizard or sorcerer? I forgot. He's a, well, he's dressed like a wizard. Okay. Uh, yeah, you approach him and he's just 
his eyes are closed and he's kind of mumbling and he, he looks exhausted. Okay, I'm gonna offer to take him home. Oh, who are you? Wait, where am I? Hey, he um, looks a little excited. It's gonna tell him that he's passed out in an alley. You passed out in an alley. Um, <laughs> do you need any help? And he kind of looks nervous. Uh, no. No, no, I don't. I. And he tries standing up, and he just kind of falls down again. When I see that, do I see the tiefling like? Jump around the corner and like rush off to where this yeah, you, this you person saw, you is. You saw him rush down the alley after I would, the drow took off. After he would get there, I would probably like casually walk up, kind of like peek around the corner. This is, doesn't seem fitting that you walk alone. You can barely stand. You're saying this to both of them. Yeah. So you see this. Uh, well, why don't you describe yourself? Um, you see an ashen white uh, humanoid uh, with uh, like raven black hair um, kind of shorn on one side and long on the other um, tattoos going up It looks like it might take two to help him where he needs to go. No, I think uh, I think I got this. Uh, you can continue on your way. Believe me, I'm offering my assistance. Whatever you're looking for, it seems to be what I'm looking for. This wizard. No harm, no foul. One second. My headphones popped out of there. <laughs> Let me just switch back to headphones. So this wizard looks a little nervous at both of you talking. Uh, I, I have nothing to do with this. Uh, why don't you guys just leave me alone? Uh, Theodore will kind of like snap his gaze over to him. It's like, I believe you have something to share with us. Whether it be tonight or tomorrow morning is up to you. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'll like pull a dagger off the, like, the side of my clothing and I'll like start to clean the edge. It's like, honestly... People in this town are as stupid as they look. But you're not that person, right? Uh, roll an intimidation check. Uh, 17. Uh, he kind of looks at you wide-eyed and he's kind of spit curses. He's like, 
I had my power and I wasn't exhausted, I'd turn you into a toad. But you're right, you can barely stand, that's correct. Let's walk you home. We can have a talk. You can tell us about what you're doing in the boat. That's between me and Jar... And he just stops. Yes, (laughs) that's right. Jar Laxel. His eyes go wide. He looks nervous. And you should be. Now, let's go home. We can talk there. Any prying eyes in the street. I'm not bringing you to my to my abode. What do you want? Uh, what's going on in the boat? And how do I get there? And he uh, he looks at you, Revenant, and he looks at him, and he's he's he knows he has no spells left in him, no power <laughs> him, that you guys could end him pretty quickly. But you get the feeling that if he was fully rested, he would be very much a threat. <laughs> um, curses again. He's like, I was hired by Jarlaxo to make some modifications to a certain item. Uh, I've been working on it for the past few weeks. Was it a staff? Tador's eyes go really wide and like stares at him because he like jumped on that. And I'm like, okay, nope to self. <laughs> the wizard doesn't say anything. That's all I can tell you. As far as getting on the boat, I, I can't get you there. It's, it's, there's guards all the time. It's, they only let a few out of the boat at a time. Uh, when I'm on the boat, there's always guards around. Hmm. Will you be going back to the boat tomorrow? Yeah, tonight was my last night. I finished. Oh, you finished tonight? What did you finish? I guess the modifications to the magic item, right? Um. <laughs> He's, he kind of looks at you, looks at uh, Theodore and nervously. Why, why, do you, why are you asking me these things? How do you know about these things? Um. Just go with something vague about Jarlaxola robbed me, and I intend to seek vengeance. Well, uh, you won't be the first, and you won't be the last, I'm sure. I just worked for coin for him. I have no allegiance to him. I've been paid. Good. You've been paid, that's right. But now you get to work for your life. What do you want? We need a way on that boat. I think we need to be on my way to the boat right now. 
Is there guards on the boat now, or are they still all left? When I was on the boat, there was lots of guards. They did talk about something tomorrow, but uh, some kind of party, but I don't know. Party where? Here in town at the Yawning Potter. Just the guards or that certain someone as well? Uh, He said he might make a, he might make an appearance. Hmm. Looks like you've done your job tonight. Hope you get back to your house as safe as you can make it. And uh, he kind of gets up slowly, looking at you cautiously, and backs up out of the alley and kind of stumbles down the road. Should we just let him go? Is he... Could he warn Charlaxle? Uh, I think what you're... you're, You know, you can roll an insight. Oof. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you heard what he said. He's been paid. Make of it what you will. I guess I'll leave him be. Besides, it doesn't look like he could do much right now. Looks like he's going to go to sleep and if he knows better for his life, he'd just keep his mouth shut. He's been paid and walk away. Well, I don't know if Jaralaxa would have hired a weak wizard to do his uh, bidding. So I didn't say he was weak. I just <laughs> this present moment. Yeah, tomorrow. Child. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Also, new day. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> ah. And I'll kind of just like bow a bit. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we'd both be sitting staring at the same ship. I've been staking that ship out for weeks. Yeah, I've been in here a couple of days now. Funny, I didn't see you either. You must be accustomed to the shadows as well. I've been, uh, I've spent my fair share of time staying in the dark that's good you can see that you're uh, at least proficient in hiding and quiet enough to slink into the shadows like me but um I am Teodar and you are? I am Revenant maybe we should ask him the question that everyone asks him when he says his name. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just grab something to eat and have a casual conversation about the mutual person of interest. I don't have a place of my own here, but maybe you have somewhere you know of? Uh, I could think of a place. <laughs> Um, might as well Honest, hit, uh, no funny business. I, I promise I mean you no harm. 
So one thing, Revenant, too, is uh, you've been kind of doing this on your own. You haven't been including uh, the other uh, people living at Troll School. They have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, the Bath of Brigade is uh, unaware. Yeah. Um, they got their stuff back, so they're happy. And yeah, yeah, they're, they're all... They think you should just let it go. I'm like the crazy tin hat guy in the corner, just like, <laughs> like I gotta get it back, I gotta get it back. And they keep telling you, just let it go. Twill not. Um, I mean, it's free food. I can't just, I can't pass out that. So it'll be, it'll be Troll Skull. Troll Skull, you say? Troll Skull Manor. Heard of that place. Should be interesting. It is quite a riot of a place. It is rarely a dull moment at Troll Skull. All right. Well, you guys could head back there if you want. It's about 4 a.m. Ooh, okay. Um, probably won't wake up. Um, uh, Oh, who's, who's the Golden Networks for us? Um, so you have uh, Erdan, Lucan, Patch. Uh, no, no the, the family that uh, that's there. Oh, of, uh, of dwarves, yeah. Yeah, they're they're still sleeping. Yeah, I probably won't wake her up to make us breakfast, but so I'll just uh, I don't know. I'll grab some bread and uh, I don't know. We probably have some cured meats or something. Yeah, so you make it back to Trollskull and uh, Theodore, you, you you get up to this this um, beautiful mansion. Looks like it's been newly renovated. Um, just like stare up at it, kind of like yeah. There's this in. beautiful door too, a carving of a of a dwarf's head on the door. Looks really cool. And uh, you guys walk up to the door, and the, all of a sudden, this door face comes alive. Hey, hey, you know how late it is. Uh, the door is speaking to you. Do you not know how early it is? And since when do doors talk? Well, I've been this talking is... for a few hundred years, my friend. Let me introduce you to Lopidus. Lopidus. At yes. your service. I am Teodar. Yeah, nice to meet you, Teodar. The things you must know if you said you've been talking for hundreds of years. Oh, let me tell you, there was this time when... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, was, I was actually drinking here at the uh, Chosco. This is before, you know, the, the fire and the renos and way back when. And he just kind of goes on. Or he was even a door. <laughs> before I was a door, yeah. And he just starts going into this long uh, story and just kind of going off on different rabbit trails in his story. Uh, he's more than willing to <laughs> to go into these crazy stories. For uh, I'll wait to a slight lull and I'll say... I kind of like a, ahem, I, we, uh, 
we do have oh. some business to take care of. Oh, well, everyone's sleeping. I'll, uh, I'll let you in. And uh, the doors click and open up. It's dark inside. You can kind of see a little bit of a brightness uh, over Mount Waterdeep. It's like the sun is getting close to the uh, edge of the world there, but uh, we probably still have an hour, hour and a half of before dawn break. I'll uh, light a couple lamps. Not everything. Kind of I'm like grab a nail and some uh, bread and cured meats or there. something. Yeah, there's some sausages there. And uh, you can find in the kitchen and you sit down and partake. So, what business do you have with um, Jarl Axel? Well, like yourself, I have a bit of history with him. Sounds like uh, you're missing a staff of some sort, I take it? Yes, I am missing a very important staff. And I would do nearly anything to retrieve it. You see, I've met him and had a similar encounter, one might say. I'm missing a family heirloom of mine. Could this be a possible item in which the wizard was working on? I don't know. Depends on how well versed the wizard was. But um, it is important to me. I would do quite a bit. So it seems like our stories go in the same path, so to speak. Like, we could work together for at least this night. Well, ideally, the upcoming night. But I am new to this place. I don't know the customs of this city. I'll use some liberties. But the city is a shit show. <laughs> sounds like I'll fit just right in. Um, I am looking for uh, a ring he is possessing that belongs to me and my family. Is it a magic canceling ring? It has its own properties, yes. Um, he took it from me quite a while ago. Way back when, when I was beaten and put into jail. Because because he kicked the shit out of us using a ring that canceled magical effects. Yeah. I'm sure it might have been mine. <laughs> I would have no issue making attempt to retrieve that as well. Um, is there anything that you need to prepare? I need about four hours sleep and I should be good. Okay. Is there anything that we should retrieve from the town? Well, I'm short on a bit of funds, but 
got most of everything that I carry on my person. I don't think I would need more than I thought. Gord, how long does it take to attune something? Is it 24 hours? An hour. An hour. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. There Do you are... know where this party is being held, Revenant? <clears throat> I know the location of um, uh, the Yawning Portal, yes. It is, it's quite a ways from the dock, isn't it, Gord? Isn't it like? Yeah, it's up in the castle ward. Two hours? Fair ways. Uh, you, from Troll Skull, it's about an hour. No, but, but from the docks, would it be about oh, yeah, two, hours? two hours? Okay. I explained that to uh, uh, Dito. It's kind of northwest of where you are now. And basically, the docks are almost straight south from the castle ward. Okay. So if this man is as sly and as ooh, cunning as I think he is, what are the odds he gets off the ship looking like himself? I don't know if he'll get off the ship. Seems like a man who would not leave valuables unattended. he stays on the ship, at least it'll be easier to find him, but... And he'll be alone without his... Entourage. Um, yes. So um, there are a few things that I would like to either attempt to retrieve or um... Thorough. I'm not uh, averse to paying the same dues he has done to me. Yes. Oh no, I just mean uh, in preparation for the coming coming evening. Oh. There's maybe some items that would be useful to borrow. Sure. I years uh, okay so I have okay um, after all this discussion what time is it Gord? is it morning yeah it's uh, about six o'clock now the sun has broke and you do hear a couple <coughs> of uh, uh, movement upstairs um, I'm gonna go see hatch and see if I can borrow his uh, that steel ball manacle thing. Um, you you go upstairs. You knock on the door. You see you, uh, the green half orc Yagra answer the door completely naked. Um, I, I stammer a little bit and make you take like a half step back and I say, "Oh, oh, is uh, is it is, ha is Hash there?" <laughs> Revenant, we we you do this every time you knock on the door. You've seen me naked. You should be used to it by now. He's sleeping right now. I just don't expect to see you every time, you know? Well, I'd like to be free. I guess so. Um, 
I mean, you do you. It's cool. Uh, I was wondering if I could borrow. I don't remember the name, um, but the the steel ball of or uh, <clears throat> oh, what was it? It was a uh, yeah. It was it was some manacles. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Anyway, I was looking to see if I could borrow the manacles from Hatch. Yeah, I'll I'll go wake them up. I don't know where they are. I'd be here and saying, "Hey, Revy's at the door," and uh, like, "Oh," and uh, Hatch comes up to the door and completely naked. <laughs> Great. He's got these long flowing <laughs> hair. He's this naked barbarian standing. He's like, "Hey, Hatch." Oh God, he's just way too close, isn't he? <laughs> what uh, what can I do for you? Kind of tired. Um, God. Uh, can I borrow your uh, steel manacles? Oh, why would you want them? Um, I'll be just borrowing, but I'm planning to uh, retrieve my staff tonight, and I believe they will be of use. And there's a, a huge sigh, and he goes, Hatch, we talked about this. You just gotta let it go. Like, I don't know. Hatch. This is if it doesn't happen tonight, I, I will, drop. I will. Uh, this will be the. This will be the only thing I ask from you. know, I, I kind of want to help you out, Hatch, but you know, it's, they're kind of cool. You keep calling me Hatch, by the way. <laughs> oh, uh, Revy? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I had a rough night. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like it was that rough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he stands a little closer to you. And he uh, says, well, you know, it's, I, I really like those manacles, though. And, you know, I'm if you just, went up there and you lose them in the water, just maybe that boring. dragon grabs them or something. I would kind of suck for me. It would. Um, tell you what, I'll let you borrow my Your feather staff? of feather falling. Ooh, too can't. soon? Yeah. Um, careful, you're naked. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you borrow my feather feather falling in as a collateral. Roll a uh, persuasion. Not good. Eight. I don't know. You know, Ravi, we're pretty good friends. I'd do anything for you, but... Sure doesn't sound like you'd do anything well, for me. We re we've also told you you should just let it go. We you should just walk away from this. There's lots of staffs in the world, Revy. You got all this other cool stuff. How many magical items do you need? I, you probably can't even attune to all of them. Uh, I can. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I only have two attunable items. Um... Man, this will be the only thing I ask. You will not hear about this again from me. Ah, oh, Revy. And he's, he's thinking about it. Um. Remember what it was called? Isn't it called like the Bands of Bolero or 
something. That's like exactly that. what it is. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You're welcome. Okay. That's not because I know what it's called in this campaign. That's just because I know what the item's called. Yeah, so he, he finally uh, relents and uh, he goes over to the dresser and pulls out these uh, bands of polio. The bards of Bolero. The bands of Bolero. The iron bands of Bolero. So, um, yeah, you know, he brings out this big iron ball. Not uh, big. Sphere, well, sorry, it's about three inches in diameter. Weighs about yeah. Around. Yeah, it's like a baseball. And uh, it's just like uh, wraps of iron. It's just like bands of iron just wrapped into a ball and all these different uh, pieces yeah and he's like revy don't lose this okay don't worry I don't if everything to... goes well i won't even need to use it I, I don't need your feather but just just be really careful okay and on um, dvd beyond it's the iron bands of polaro you just do the search yeah i'll just uh Inventory. And uh, he closes the door and uh, goes back to bed. Uh, you see uh, uh, young dwarf uh, open the door. And uh, it is Verberus uh, Gosper, the young red-haired dwarf. Uh, Barrington's brewing apprentice, and he's the son of Olimar and uh, uh, Shusa. And he comes walking out. He's walking over to the to the washroom, and he kind of stops and, "Oh, hey, Ravi, you got a friend?" Uh, yes, if everything goes well. And uh, you see, uh, Shusa walks out and. Oh, we have guests. Hey, do you uh, guys need some bre breakfast? I believe we are just heading out. Oh. Thank you for the offer, though. No problem. Uh, nice to meet you and your, your friend there. Uh, well, um, if, you, if you're hungry, come back. You know, I'll, I'll have some food for you. Oh, yeah. I had these sausages ready for breakfast this morning. I was prepping them last night. I can't wait to cook them up. <laughs> Did you say sausages? Yeah. Uh, um, I got this special recipe I want to try today. I'll I'll leave her uh, two gold and I'll tell her that she she may need to retrieve some more sausages. Oh, she kind of. Oh, okay. She she hands a, one of it to Verbers uh, and says, "Hey, go get some some more uh, sausages from the market." Verbers <laughs> <And> <laughs> runs out the door. <laughs> Hurry up, Everest. All right. Um, so next, do we, do I know generally where? Um, You've been uh, around the town. You know the city. Uh, do I know generally where Zelliform is, though? Zelliform? 
The dragon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's in more of the deep water bay. Can I get there in a reasonable amount of time and get back? Uh, well, it's six in the morning. Mm -hmm. and Could I get back by, say, 1 p.m.? Well, I mean, you could probably get a rowboat, go out in the middle of the, somewhere in the middle of the bay and row back by one. Yeah, probably cool. be just a must time for that. I will do that. All right. I'm not sure if uh, Theodore wants to come with me. <laughs> oh, I'm surely intrigued as to what's going on. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay. Before. Before we go. Do you think uh, you'll be a little tired if we keep this up before tonight? Do you need to sleep? I might take a short rest at a later time, but I really want to get this done now and then use any time we have between when I complete this task and when we start tonight to, uh, I'll use that time to rest if there's anything left over. For a short, like a short rest, I don't need to recover anything, so it just it'd just be. Um, I'm gonna put everything that uh, I don't have attuned into the bag of holding, and stash it in my room. And in fact, it's it's an hour to attune things. I'm gonna just I'm gonna put everything in the bag and put it in and hide it in my room. Um Tidor, do you have any magical items that you would absolutely not want to lose? <laughs> I generally keep them with me, but um, I always have a planned way of escaping. Do you have a planned way of escaping? the middle of a bay on a boat. That depends. I don't really part with anything. Uh, and I'll kind of like <laughs> dust yeah, my sword and I'm I'll be like... stuff out of like off my like waistband and putting it in this bag and like taking everything off. And I'm like, you're sure? You're sure you don't have anything? I... You may want to stay on shore for this. I'm not certain. I'm like taking like Take my boot up, boots off, put them in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Who are you meeting in the water? Um, we have an acquaintance. Uh, he very much has interest in magical items, especially rare magical items. Um, I wish to borrow something from him, uh -huh. but. Uh, he will most definitely ask for something in return. And I do not trust him enough to uh, guarantee or escape without the loss of an item at all. Sounds like you should get to know this person better. He is not exactly a person, nor could I match him in battle. So you're going to still see him in the water not knowing the fate of the conversation. I do trust he will not kill me, 
but I do not trust that he will not take something from me. And Theodore, while you're saying this on the table in front of you, uh, a fork lifts up and taps on the uh, table. Oh! Points towards Revenant. This um, is... Oh, I don't remember his name. Sif. Hmm? Sif. Sif. Sif is a resident There's... ghost. Ah. It's nice to meet you, Sif. He is good friends with Lopidus. Ah. Any friend of Lopidus is a friend <laughs> of mine. I Stories you must be able to tell me. Uh, so, and then what is uh, Sif trying to indicate? Is, is there a way of uh, figuring uh, out? Just when you said that uh, you could not match the power of Zelobarn, you just kind of like tapped the table and then pointed the fork at you. <laughs> That's like, correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, he also spins the uh, fork around and points to a plant. Can I investigate the plant? Uh, yeah, you just remember that it was a plant that uh, Fala Lafaler gave you. It's a herbalist down the street. Oh. Is there anything special about the plant that she told us? The fork then flies across the room yep. and falls into a water pitcher. Oh, okay. I water the plant. I'm assuming that's what he's wanting me to do. I'll, uh, I'll ask him that as I'm doing it. Would you like me to water the plant? Tap twice for yes. You hear one tap. Oh. That's a no. Do we put the plant in the water? Do you want us to take the plant with us? One tap. Am I supposed to do something with a plant in the water? Two taps. Can I make a history check to see if I know what this plant is? Sure. Uh, survival. It's not as good, but okay. That's a four. Some kind of fern. <laughs> um, we were told nothing about this plant. It was a gift uh, at the grand opening from Fowl. Okay. I'll... Did uh, did he react when Theodore said to put the plant in the water? It's a... Uh... One, t- one taps or two for plant in the water. Uh, you know what? You just see the the fork fly across the room almost in frustration. Oh, God. Oh, no, Gord. Why would you do that to us? I'm going to stew on that. Oh, God. All right. Um... <clears throat> I watered the plant a little bit anyway. Uh, <laughs> it <soaks in> the <laughs> water. Hey, I apologize to Sip. I'm sorry, Sip. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Um, 
I apologize. Uh, can he tell, can he talk to Lopetus at all? Can Lopetus translate for us? I think he can, can't he? Mm. Did he? I don't know for certain. I can't remember if he did. I'm going to say no, he can't. Oh, it's not going to be helpful enough for you. Um, okay. <clears throat> anyway, I'm not sure I ditch. If that was canon or not, but I'm making a call. Okay. I ditch all my items. Um, what about the bands of Bolero? Oh, those are staying. Those are going. In. <laughs> I am not taking the bands of Bolero after Hatch specifically told me not to lose them in the water, and not to lose them at all. So the bands of Bolero are going in the bag. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna take the the enchanter card. That's it. Okay. And the Sava board. I'll bring the Sava board. Okay. Uh, and then I say, look, if you're not gonna leave your items behind, um, I recommend you stay on the shore. But uh, you are welcome to come along. That's fine. I can come along. I'll be all right. Okay. Before Going out to see Zeliform. Yeah, I still don't know who that is. Just oh, you'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I also don't want to hype it up and he doesn't even show up. Um, Before we leave, can I quickly uh, cut uh, like one leaf of the plant off just to keep it for myself? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Revenant, you going to stop him at all? Um... Can I ask Sif if that's okay? You're not getting any response. Sif, is it okay if we cut a leaf off of the plant? No response. No response. This is awful. I'll walk up and just like take, pull like one leaf and just kind of like cut it oh, at God. a 45 in an up degree angle. Oh God. It's like not going to harm the plant too much. Oh God, I'm wincing this whole time. You hear this ear-piercing scream. And then followed by some, oh, 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 yes, Hatch. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I very quickly want to leave. <laughs> you guys are out in the sunshine. It's morning. It's uh, city's waking up. Carts are being set up. Stores are starting to open. Uh, All right. Looks like a nice sunny day. Let's get some hustle on. All right. After you. Okay. Heading down to the docks? Yep. All right. Yeah, you head down. Um, you guys uh, get to the docks, and there's, there's a bunch of robots there in the dock master. And then. Hey. Hi. Um. Can we I, could, wait, how can I help you? Could we make use of a rowboat for a couple hours? Sure, that'll be uh, five silver. It's half a gold. We'll pull out five silver and I'll pay the man. That's Thank good you. because I, Gord definitely said that because I took, I left everything back at the mat. <laughs> 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 uh, and there's a, it's a little rowboat over there. Some more, isn't it? 
Um, yeah, get it back before uh, before it gets dark. Oh, very much we will be. You're not going to go fishing? You don't have any fishing rods? Nope. Just going to see a friend. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's... And he, he walks away. He's off dealing with other people. <laughs> let's go. Okay. You guys uh, roll out into the middle of Deepwater Bay. You're rowing along. It's sun's starting to warm up, reflecting up the water. It's going to be a warm day. Um, Fantastic. What would you like to do? Um, out towards an area that seems semi-familiar, I would like to thaumaturgy my voice three times and call for Zilliform. Uh, you just kind of do that and your voice, you can see the ripples over the water as your voice kind of echoes across the water, extra loud. And glistens at, in the sun. And then I add, I've got a proposition for you. Nothing. In a minute or two, nothing's happening. Are you sure we're supposed to meet them out here? Oh, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> this is, this was a, uh, uh, what would be the equivalent to a D&D Hail Mary? <laughs> a shot in the dark, I believe. Yes, this is a wild shot in the dark. This is a shot in like, magical darkness and it's pretty calm like there's no wind it's just like flat ocean you can see the eye catcher you're a little bit closer to it now i'm mm. off maybe uh a mile away um and uh it's just really calm just hear the seagulls overhead what a nice day yep can i do a history check to see if or some kind of like history per perception or something to see if this is where we met him last time sure we can roll a history check yeah it's hoping you're going to do perception or something history is not my not my number survival one. check to see if you rode to the right location 15 on the survival 15 yep yeah you kind of Remember the landmarks a little bit, and you think you're in the approximate right location. Um, you hear this crunching sound, and your feet get sprayed with a bit of water as this giant claw comes up the bottom of your boat. Oh, right in the middle. Oh, like, um, excuse me. That's probably what about a six inch, that? six inch claw. I, uh, I kind of leap back a little bit and holy water shit. starts to spray up. Is it? A, oh my god. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm literally standing. Like, imagine putting your hands on the, on the sides of the boat and standing, kind of trying to steady yourself while also trying to stay away from the middle of the boat. You hear a voice behind you. Hello, Revenant. And, uh, turn I turn. and Holy shit, so far. Fuck, dude. What are you doing? Giant, this giant, uh, I believe it was a copper dragon? A bronze, I believe. A bronze dragon 
kind of, you know, he's got uh, kind of like mandibles coming off his chin, dripping water. He just came out of the water, glistening bronze dragon in the middle of the uh, water. You just see Teodar do like this hard gulp as kind of like a bit of sweat like forms at his brow. He's, he's like, is this what we're meeting here? Uh, this is Zelliform. I would like you to meet Theodore. And this giant head turns towards you, Theodore. Hello, Theodore. Nice oh. to meet you. And this huge Pleasure. toothy grin. <laughs> this massive um, head. Zelliform. You kinda you kinda fucked up our boat. You had a proposition for me. Yeah. Why'd you fuck up the boat, though? Well, maybe this could be part of the proposition. Oh, yeah, okay. Thanks, bud. Um, <laughs> so, I point at the Dreamcatcher. Yeah, that is one strange boat. So... This evening, Theodore and I will be um, making our way onto that boat. Oh, a little mystery action. Yes. I'm intrigued. <clears throat> so the owner of that boat, you, do you remember my staff? I do. Do you want to trade it? Unfortunately, he is in ownership of that staff right now. Oh. And so my intent into breaking onto that boat is to retrieve said staff. And then we can trade. Well, I was, he is in possession of all manner of magical items. Oh, really? Yes. And so Theodore and I will, are interested in exactly two items. Hmm. Of our turns towards you, Theodore, and he just his eyes kind of just drop across your body. <laughs> How about you, Theodore? Any chances we could make a trade? I have this oddly shaped rock you might be interested in. Is that fucking rock? Yeah. I believe I'm not here for a rock. And he is armed. His other hand lifts up out of the water, water pouring off, and there's an oddly shaped rock in his palm of his hand, <laughs> of his claws. You recognize that uh, yeah. as a rock that uh, is oddly shaped. Oddly shaped. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Zelophon, my proposition would be. Um, we intend to break onto the boat and subdue the owner and take the two items that we wish for. And at that point, you would be welcome to take items that you wish for. Interesting. But when they, As, kill, but when they kill you, what good is it to me then? Well, it sounds like a zero-sum loss. I mean, we don't even require your help. There's many warriors on that ship. There will be none tonight. 
None, all, all but one will be gone from that ship. Okay. Interesting. You have my ear, Revy. <clears throat> what would you so, like me to do? I would like to borrow an item. Borrow an item? Borrow an item. Well, you know I only trade items, but I could trade temporarily. Uh, I should have brought one. <laughs> what are you looking for? Um, I believe you came into recent possession of a cloak. Oh, yes. It makes my eyes go blurry when I put it on. <laughs> Gives me a headache. I sleep on it now. I would be interested in borrowing that cloak for one evening in the in return for uh, or well and then in return you may have item or items of your choice as long as they are not the items that we wish to retrieve. Well, it's if you succeed, Revy. If you fail, they have my cloak. That won't do. I will need something equal value to hold. And he kind of looks over at you, Theodore. Don't look at me. I'm <laughs> not here to trade with you. I have to be honest with you, Zelkorn. I have nothing of equal value to that cloak. You know, I'm very fascinated by this mission. Maybe I can't give you the cloak, but can I partake? We, the only stipulation to your, to your involvement and our and you aiding us would be that we would only want the two items that belong to us. This boat fascinates me. It is so strange looking. It is called the dream catcher. Perhaps it has caught your dreams? I think you were mistaken. I saw it written on the back. It called the eye catcher. Oh, eye catcher. Oh, yes, sorry. You are it correct. such a strange boat. Oddly shaped. So that is that is what has caught your eye. It, it might be too big for me. But maybe not. I'm not sure. I'm just curious. Well, I recently came across. Oh, technically. Uh, I guess I'm not really aware, am I, that uh, that dwarf was a golden dragon, was it? That what? That that uh, dwarf was an adult golden dragon. Um, I wasn't there. I believe he changed. For you yeah, but I wasn't there. Was that? Was that? I th they would have told you about it. Okay. Um, 
we recently encountered a dragon that could change into a human form. Could you not do that? When you get to a certain size and age, you learn the tricks, but I'm still young, Revenant. But if you had (laughs) that ship in due time could suit you. I have not learned how to switch into a human yet. In due time. Anyway, I digress. Then I could explore whatever's underneath it. Um, Underneath the boat? Yes. That's why it's so oddly shaped. I've never seen a boat like it. What's underneath the boat? It is. It's very odd. The boat is wood. But then it has this oddly shaped metal thing underneath. Fairly large. About as large as me. Like a turtle? No. Have you ever seen a manta ray? Yes. Well, maybe. Probably not, actually. No. Well, it's like a flying... I don't remember the seat. It's like a flying triangle. Oh. I am very confused. It looks like that, but it seems to be connected to the boat, or maybe it's part of the boat. It's hard for me to understand. That is interesting. Very useful information. Um, Roll a history check. Yes. Uh, Revenant. 11. Nope. Don't remember a thing. Um, Keyword remember. Yeah. I guess rolling an insight also wouldn't be useful after rolling a history check, since a history check was basically covering. You've seen this before, what he's describing. Yeah. That's all I'll say from that roll. Um, do I know that I've seen something like this? I just don't know what it is or where it's from. What he's describing sounds familiar. You just can't point, remote, okay. point it out in your memory. Um, I will just indicate that it sounds familiar, but I am unable to. I'll just say that sounds incredibly familiar. And he's not Maybe describing... if I knew what a manta ray looked like. He's not describing the turtle that you guys battled. The yeah. In which case, I literally don't remember. Um, I'll just say, uh, say uh, this and sounds. Says, yeah, that the, it's not like the turtle, which is at the bottom of the bay there by the docks. That's a bad time that to was a, that <laughs> that was an ugly beast. This this is beautiful. Mm. Okay, um, well, we would welcome your assistance. What could I do? Um, if you could ensure that no one escapes. I can do that. That would be fantastic. And then... Can it, should it, do you want me to eat them? No. Just capture. I can do that. 
severely maimed. That Jarlaxle is a powerful being. Um, he is. He might be a challenge for me. Hopefully, that will not be an issue. As much as I'd like to help you, Revenant, if it is Jarlaxle that I'm facing, I will not risk my life. We do not we do not expect you to risk your life for the goal of our mission. But if it is within your power to stop him from escaping, we would appreciate it. Okay. I will try. Okay. Um, could you return us to shore since uh, you've absolutely mangled our boat? Oh, I forgot about that. And he dives under the water and and he just the the talon is still in the hole and you just start <laughs> whipping over across the bay towards the docks and uh, the, the talon pulls out as you get closer to the docks and you just kind of glide into the docks and the dock master is looking at you as you just start going into shore but you start sinking sinking captain jack sparrow style captain jack sparrow and yeah and, we'll and, totally do that and just like walk onto the dock you walk like, onto the dock as the boat rented sinks. us a boat that leaks and, and the sink the boat sinks and glides underwater under the dock as you step <laughs> off and the dock master goes what what did you do to my boat Hey, we did nothing. You rented us a boat that had a hole in it. We barely made it here. If my boat had a bow, hole in it, you would not be able to go out to the middle of the, the deep water. Right. I, just, I just say, Bill Trollskull Alley. <laughs> I will have a bill for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, I go and retrieve my items. To uh, like return control skull, yeah. Get my items. Yeah, um, getting towards dinner time. Okay. Uh, are we? Well, let's say. Uh, sorry, you wanted to be done by one. Yes. Yeah. So it's one. You got back to troll skull. It's two. Okay. <laughs> Hi everyone. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Perilous Pursuits. Feel free to check out our website at www.perilouspursuits.com for lots more content. If you'd like to support us further, consider becoming a Patreon and receive perks all the way up to joining us in a Perilous Pursuits adventure at patreon.com perilous. We would also like to send a shout out to our Perilous partner, Describe. It's a great dungeon master resource to give you professionally written text on everything from locations and spells to items and creatures that you can use in your very own games. Check out our link to describe at www.perilouspursuits.com for a 10% discount. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anybody else that would be in this to help. The only other person I know that would be of any use, I have no idea how to contact. It's like trying to put together some kind of haste, haste group, you know? You're like, ah. Oh. Maybe I can contact them. Um, All I know is 
we should rest a bit. And yeah, if it is this big of a party, they won't be out any time early. They'll go at a decent time. Okay. Night. All right. Uh, do a short rest. Sure. Uh, you go to bed, uh, or I've. I'm wearing, wearing my room. yeah. I'm wearing my items, so they're attuned when I wake up. And uh, while that's happening, uh, Theodore, is there anything you wanted to do? I would probably just take interest in Mopidus and seeing if I can coerce any um, secretive information out of him. Uh, roll a persuasion check. And what kind of things are you looking to get? Um. Maybe like history about this building, stuff that's not known. Um, maybe something about I might bring up the plant uh, as I have a leaf in my in my possession now from it as to what it is, mm-hmm. and just um, general more secrets about like himself or like secrets about uh, this building. Um. Yeah, roll a persuasion. Uh, it's uh, 22. 22. So he ends up just getting lost in conversation with you. He talks about all this time he spent at uh, Troll Skull. Him and Sif uh, used to drink together and party here. And He mentions in the basement about a uh, portion uh, that was like a like a cave that was dug out and then blocked up again with dirt that no one seems to have explored yet. Um, he, uh, he's like, yeah, I, I just remembered that now, now that we we're talking about that. Uh, he talks about Sif and how he, he used to work here and, uh, you know, he used to have a lot of fun. Um, he talks about himself and with the 22 you're gonna get a locker uh and how he quested as a great door maker of the world to one day become a door and how he learned to do that uh he found he found a way uh into the the feywild and found a great tree uh how he got there he says it was really bizarre i don't know if you'd believe me it was like a it was like a walking cabin that took me there and when i got there i went to this giant tree and there was trials that uh, i had to do and i gained my immortality there I'm not uh, able to walk around, but I am immortal. Now that is amazing. And he's just kind of, you're really good to talk to. Like, I've never, I I haven't remembered these things for centuries. So a portion of the basement, you said, unexplored. Yeah, yeah, just just go down the stairs and take a right, and then you'll see like a, a little hall that's kind of, dirty there and looks like someone was building a cave that went nowhere but it really was more of a cave-in to another chamber interesting Hmm. yeah 
Oh, I can't. Fey I tell the other guys. Fascinating. Ah, you don't need to tell them. I will. Oh, no I problem. appreciate that. Thank you. Feywild, um, you say? The Feywild, yes. I haven't been there ever. It is a strange place, my friend. Yeah. Where do you uh, hail from? Uh, here and there. Kind of kind of like the Feywild as well, except not quite as lively. I see the shadows. Then you know where I'm from. I do. We'll keep it between us. It's all right. It's appreciated. I can't believe you went there in a cabinet. And talked oh, a cabin. A tree. Like a like a cabin. A cat. A cabin. I walked into this cabin. And it got up and walked away and brought me to the Feywild. That is wild, my friend. There's something else in the cabinet. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to remember. That place does things to your mind. Not surprised. Yes. It's just glimpses. Something. I don't know. I, it's, it's strange. I feel like uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just hard to remember that part of my life. It's like something's almost missing, and you're not quite seeing what's behind the fog in the mirror. Maybe, maybe it was my transformation that did it, but it be something more. It's good to have it. It's just moments like that that. Usually when you close your eyes and still your mind and think of something else that usually bits and pieces come in the background and just kind of like form the image together. Yeah. I'll try that. That's good advice. Uh, Did you meet uh, Hatch? Young Hatch? No, I've only met Revenant. I heard uh, some talking upstairs. Yeah, they were. Tim and Jagger, yeah, whatever. But uh, I've been mentoring Hatch on uh, his woodworking skills and door making skills. He has talent. He has ambitions similar to mine. It's interesting. Not sure if I should uh, help him there or not. Well, if he asks about it, you could always lead him in the right direction, but never assume his interest in becoming a door itself might align with yours I appreciate it I mean you must have a lot of advice I mean you are ancient being door you lived as a dwarf before this you said and then, then you became a door and I have seen a lot you were strange, Theodore. It's almost like uh, you jarred something in my memory. Very strange. Interesting. Down the stairs, you said? To the right? Yeah. 
And I'll like kind of like scan the room and it's like, and I'll point at a like a random door, to, like this door here down That's here. Behind the door, uh, behind the bar, there's a hatch there. Oh. Uh, tell thanks, uh, thanks for letting Revenant. him uh, know. I'll uh, I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, tell Revenant I I went down there if he comes out before I come back. Sure. Again, Lopetus, it is very nice to meet you. Yeah. And I'll like if there's you. still time before like Revenants rest, then I'll just like jump down and kind of like walk behind the bar and kind of like look at the hatch and just be like, that's very interesting to me. With a ring on it. Pardon? It's a wooden square hat with a ring on it and hinged hinged on one side. Yeah, I'll like pull open that hatch and just like ladder goes down into the darkness. It, it won't bother me because the welcoming darkness. <laughs> I am very well versed in seeing in the dark. Um, I'll walk down and. Just let my eyes adjust a bit, and I'll walk down the ladder and then down the stairs, and I'll like pull out my sword and start like tapping the side of the wall after I turn to right to see if like the hilt of my sword will start to resound, um, like I found what I'm looking for. Um, the echoes of it, you almost see like an echo, and the dirt shimmers around the around the edges. Here. Huh. Interesting that they would build the wall around it again. Can I make an investigation check to see if there's like um, like a secret trap or something like that? Or like if there's like a um, mechanism to like move the, the wall? It's not a wall, it's like just caved in dirt. Like someone was building a, a cave and it, they just stopped. Hmm. Like they were expanding the basement or something. But yeah, it's odd. The dirt slopes down to your feet. Slopes down to my feet, like uh, like it caved in or something. So like the slough, like it's yeah. like the roof yeah. is farther away and the dirt. Yeah, is but at the my dirt feet. goes right up at an angle towards the roof. Can I like climb the dirt pile and kind of like tap the roof a bit? Mm -hmm. Is my sword or my the hilt of the sword resound as well? Yeah, and uh, some of the dirt falls away, and the hole at the top opens a little more. And can I peer through the hole? Can I see through to the other side, or is you see it seems to open up a little bit on the other side? I'll kind of like scoop away some more dirt and like see if I can peer through. 
It looks like there's a chamber on the other side. Well, I always do like finding a little bit of treasure on my own, but um, I am in their house. I should probably find Revenant. So I'll kind of double back and um, like go back up the ladder through the hatch and um, ask Lopidus which room uh, Revenant is in. So it's probably been about an hour since Revenant went up. To... Oh, they talked for at least an hour. An hour, but you, uh, your short <laughs> rest at four hours, right? Or long rest at four hours? Uh, no, short rest at four hours. Yeah. I'm not recovering anything. I just didn't want to get fatigued, basically. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Lobita says, you know, this door up on the right, go up the stairs. Actually, you're at the top. Yeah, I'm in the, so up to the top floor. In the turret. So you can walk up there and you can see a door. Yeah, I'll walk up and I'll just like lightly knock on the door. And you would hear that uh, revenant because you're not really sleeping. Yeah, it's just a short rest. I was probably just in like a deep meditation or something. You're just meditating, yeah. Okay, um, knocks on the door. I wake from my meditation. An answer. Hello. Uh, Revenant, I was just hoping to speak with you downstairs, if that would be all right. Uh, yes. I think I am. I am ready. So yeah, we go downstairs. Okay. Downstairs. I. I don't mean to pry, but. This is, I'm assuming, your house. Partial ownership, but yes. Good. Um, can you follow me? And I'll like walk behind the bar, pull open the hatch, and go down the ladder like I know where I'm going. <laughs> yes, I believe I can walk. I believe I can fly. Okay, you guys get downstairs in the basement. Like, do you need light down here, or can you see like I can? Um, yes, I do have dark vision. Good. Um, just checking. I'll walk over to the cave-in, and I'll say, what do you see? Um, <laughs> you see uh, opening at the top of this kind of sloped dirt pile. that used to go up to the ceiling, but now there seems to be a hole that goes through to another chamber. It appears there's a hole in our storage area at the top of the slope of dirt near the ceiling. That's correct. Lopidus <laughs> said he mentioned something about a chamber beyond this one. That is news to me. We have never been told of a chamber. I tend to not overstretch my boundaries, which is why I thought I might wake you before I go and explore. Man, you would not be a good fit for our party. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, no, feel free. Let us uh, excavate further. I just, just to be certain, the only reason I'm doing this is because this is your house. I Dude, just, just dig. Don't mean any business with this. 
Look, if you're not going to dig, I'm going to dig. So <laughs> I've already uncovered it. I was just so it's it's yeah. You pull some more dirt away, and it opens up, and it's enough room to squeeze through the top and kind of go down into the uh, the chamber beyond. Hella, hit it. If you don't mind, I'll go first. It's quite all right. Yep. I'll like squeeze through, and I'll like slowly kind of like peer into the chamber and like try and you uh, check for traps before I like drop onto the floor. Yeah, so is, the, like, the dirt does slope down I'd... here uh, on the other side as well, but you see a perfectly a perfect cylinder of a uh, room made out of uh, stone and uh, flat flat ceiling, perfectly circular. There's nothing that you see in it except on the floor. The only odd thing you see is on the floor, a dirt floor, is a mound that goes up into like a, a cone shape of dirt. I, I just slide in after him. Well, he's sticking his head through looking. Oh, I thought he, I thought he uh, squeezed no, through. Yeah, I'll, I'll squeeze through and kind of like you would kind of slide down the dirt a little bit. You could go off to the side. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really want to touch the floor yet. I just want to okay. slide down and you just slide like, down halfway. You're kind of standing halfway up the dirt. So careful. In rooms that I don't know what they do. I tend to be more careful. That's why I still have all my fingers. I almost lost a finger. Um, <laughs> if he's out of the way, I'm just gonna slide in. Okay. Like I own the place. You slide down down to the floor? Like I own the place. All right. You just jump down. You're walking around. It's, it's like the room just became deathly silent. Oh. Previously, when you're echoing off the walls, now there's no echo. It's, it's absorbing the sound around you. It's strange. It's just the cone of silence. Um, investigation? Like, yeah, I'll investigate the room as well. Can I do... I'll give this your investigation. Uh, I'm pretty proficient. Can I help Almost him? Like, can uh, I help him investigate, Gord? Yeah, and, give him advantage. Cool. Sure. 21. This room... It is odd how it doesn't echo the sound like you speak and if you're not pointed at the person uh, they don't hear you uh, yeah you, you say something to Rev and then you get no response and you turn around and you say the same thing and then he hears you so it's odd uh, I will kind of, whip out my wand of magic detection alright does it detect magic? Uh, is there so many charges a day, I guess? Three. There is a uh, uh, an aura around the room. You get the feeling with that investigation that this might have been at one time or under construction or maybe lost and kind of damaged over time, but this might have been a vault. Oh! Very cool. 
Can I um, take my sword and just like go along the walls slowly to see if there's something hidden here? You do that and you go around the circle, there's nothing around the walls. Interesting. And this weird like cone-shaped dirt mound is like... There's nothing in that? Uh, when you bring your uh, sword to it, Couple pieces of dirt crumpled down the side. I'll just like slowly brush it away to see if there's something in, in the dirt itself. Okay, you, you brush it away. You do something white appears in the dirt. Be like revenant. Do you know what this is? Small but it's the color of white. I didn't even know this room existed, man. It's like, can you, can we pick it out of the dirt or is it like a fixed? It looks like something in the dirt that you could pick up. I'll, I'll grab it. Magic uh, telling you anything about this? It's just probably just glowing, right? It is glowing. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll brush away. Can I brush away more dirt so it's like? So you brush it away, and you see five tiny white bones arranged in the shape of a pentagram. Oh. It almost looks like something you could wear, like a like a brooch. I'll like pick up my dagger and I'll like pick it up the brooch with it, and I'll be like. Can we show it to Lopetus? If you want. I don't know. Is there... I mean, I don't have the training to tell you what this is. So. Yeah, me neither. I'd literally be guessing. Um... have the feeling if it was left in this room maybe it should stay in this room before you find one of your other friends that might be more useful with this yeah uh, can I I'll just put it on uh, yeah yeah you put it on your uh, you kind of wear it on your, on your front of your uh, robes. Yep. Yeah, it attaches. Uh, just gonna, just gonna guess here. I'm gonna speak to say, I'll say, I'll look away and say hello. Does anything happen? Uh, no. You don't even, you, you don't even hear your own words. Do I hear him speak? Uh, if he's facing you, you do. Because the words, what you speak doesn't bounce off the wall in your ears. Oh, so when you speak, you wild. actually more hear just like a, a muffled version as it comes out of your throat. That's That was wild. before you picked this up, too. So this, uh, Oh, so it hasn't changed? No, it hasn't changed. Uh, can we exit the room? 
Uh, yep. Yeah. Climb back out, standing in the basement. Can I do the same test? What test? Uh, just say hello while looking away from him. Yeah, you say hello. You can hear your voice now. You can, you know, you hear more of ambient sounds, and the, you can hear the mm, little so bit of the crowd outside. And so, as a special function of the room alone. You don't know. All right, I will entreat. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, mm. I mean, it's up to you to decide what it is. You don't know. Okay. Sure what it is. I hand it to um, Theodore. Go back into the room. Do I still not hear my own voice? You don't hear anything, including your own voice. Cool. Unless okay. like your hand up in front of your voice. It reflects okay. off your hand. Okay. Leave the room. Grab the, the brooch. Mm -hmm. And I'll entreat Lopidus to see if he knows what it is. Sure. Uh, you bring it to Lopetus and he kind of looks at it and goes, I have no idea what it is. So I guess you found the room downstairs? Yes, it appears it to be some kind of vault. Sif didn't tell me too much about it, but I did get him drunk one night. He talked about it as a, a vault that the owners who built Trollskull made. I think it was lost over time, but uh, this vault apparently you can't you can't spy on things or find things at the time. Oh, 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 oh. That's so cool. Oh. <laughs> that is a secret. It's exactly what they called it, the vault of secrets. Oh, not the chamber. <laughs> Uh, that, that, will be is, uh, that is something. <laughs> yeah. Those are the words that shall not be spoken. <laughs> um, I'll in, I'll see if is Sif. Ever, uh, I'll just ask Sif if he knows what this, if he's ever seen this before. Two taps for yes. If he's uh, willing to answer. Um, he taps once. No. Oh boy. Um, Maybe keep it with us in case. Yeah, I'll just keep. I'll just keep wearing the old, um, or I should say, young dragon, as he called himself, would like it. Well, <laughs> I'm not willing to just give it away after five. I mean, I'd like to know what it is. Uh, what time is it? Going? Like uh, four? It is, yeah, it's about four o'clock. Right. So if you guys want to wait until evening you can or if you want to do something um i don't think anybody in our, in our place is able to identify objects i'm pretty sure uh, can, or lucan, lucan would be able to is lucan around uh Lucan is, yeah, he seems to be up. You hear his voice upstairs. Um, how long is the, how long is that spell usually? Is it worth even asking him? Takes a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, can we, 
Can I go bother him to see if he can magic identify this? Sure. Let me uh, pull up this character sheet to see if we can do it. Uh, you're looking for, uh, yeah, he has the identify spell. So he looks at it and he goes, This is interesting. Where'd you find this? Um, so In a room you can't hear when you talk. Yeah, I'll, we'll just explain to him about what? the uh, about the uh, vault of scientists' secrets. And he just kind of throws it at you, the brooch, and he runs downstairs and you hear him like, Oh my God, oh my God. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I mean she's after me like, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Can you tell us what this brooch does? He says, Do you know what this room is? Not entirely. People can't locate or scry on, on things in this room. This That's is insane. Pretty incredible. We need to get a vault door made here. Oof. Corner door for have any uh, suggestions. Uh, we need Maybe to he has an uncle door. or a cousin. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can uh, get Sif into a door. <laughs> Whatever it takes, but this room needs to be protected. It's protected from magic. Now we got to protect it from thieves. Anyways, that was brooch. Can, can you identify this brooch? He casts the identify spell on it. So this is called the brooch of bones. It is a wondrous item. Aptly named. Uh, what I'll do is I will submit the uh, um, I'll, I'll give it to you later. It's, it requires attunement okay. and it's uncommon. So this strange brooch consists of five tiny bones arranged in the shape of a pentagram. While wearing this brooch, you can use an action to speak its command word. And the command word is bones. <laughs> and gain special protection against undead creatures. For one minute, undead creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against you, and they cannot charm, frighten, or possess you. Once used, this property of the brooch can't be used again until next dawn. Well, we're wearing it for now. Um, Are you attuning to it? Yeah, got one more slot, so. <laughs> There's always one more slot, Gordon. Oh, God. <laughs> Lucan just just shakes his head. He's just like, really? You're taking hey, another one of the items? Um, This item will be free, free for grabs come tomorrow. Why? What's happening today? Don't worry about it. Ravi? Don't worry about it. You're not doing something stupid, are you? Have I done anything else? You, it's all you've done. Exactly. I just, I have to say it once because I've said it a million times. Let it go, Revy. It'll be the death of you. So it may. So it may. And he just shakes his head and walks upstairs. Um, cool, 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 cool. So, what do you guys want to do? Um, you could wait in your uh, position uh, when it starts getting dark, or you can go down to the docks, or 
there is one person who is probably an even longer shot than Zelafarm. I have no idea what their intentions were. I don't even know if I know their name. Um, I do have a Lucia here in my... Lucia. Yeah, she was in the uh, Day of Wonder. She was a, a tarot card reader. Oh, that was Lucia. Oh, okay. She gave you the card. Okay. Not who I'm looking for. I doubt... Can I do... I'm going to do a history check. And if it's a high... If it's... You can, you can decide the role, obviously. Um, remember when we're stealing that, a bunch of that stuff from uh, that guy's mansion? Um, Merck's, yeah, Merck's mansion. There was that girl there also trying to steal stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, Don't you can't tell me your name because I have no idea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna roll a history check, and you can determine whether or not it's high enough for me to remember. Because I would like to possibly get her help. She seemed pretty sick. Come on. Where to find her? Nope. Not a clue. This is a super long, like, it's a 17. Do I even remember her at all? Do you all? remember what she looks like? Uh, you don't, you don't know her name or uh, where she could be or anything like that. All right. Um. <laughs> You do that remember was... something something you heard. With the 17, you remember uh I remember what? Let's look at something up here. The viper. The black light here or something. Oh. And that's okay. all you remember. Um I'd like to spend the next three hours in then two hours in a dingy area town asking about the black viper. Okay, well, uh, it'd take you about two hours to get down to the docks. It's it's four, four o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So the docks are. I think we are... need to go down to the docks and just start waiting till. Yeah, the docks are the session seedy... ends. Yeah, docks are the seedy part of town anyway. Yes. Okay. So I'd like to start since we're around the docks. I'd like to start asking around about the black bear. Uh, roll an investigation. Ouch. Fourteen. Yeah, uh, you're not really. People don't really care. They, don't, uh, they just kind of look at you and walk away. 
Hmm. I'll just uh, start passing around word that I'm looking to hire the Black Viper. Okay. You start telling people that. And then I guess we're just waiting around. Uh, starting to get uh, dusky out. Yeah, are people starting to leave uh, the eye catcher? Yeah, you see, uh, you know, as it's getting darker, not quite yet, but as it starts getting a little darker, because they don't necessarily like the sun. Yeah. So as the sun starts setting down, you see several boats leaving the eye catcher. Uh, you see two women kind of waiting on the docks. Beautiful woman. Are they waiting for the boats? Looks like it. And the boats are making their way across the uh, bay. All right. Uh, they get to the to the wharf, and uh, all these drow just start unloading. And uh, um, you see Jarlaxle come out of the boat. Oh no! And. Uh, you see these two women and two drow get onto the boat, head out to the eye catcher, and Jarlaxle with the boat. 20 drow start hooting and hollering, and they're just making their way up down the street. Uh, you hear the words uh, yawning portal and uh, that they're going to drain all the ale out of this, and they're cheering for the city of Luskin. And, <laughs> Uh, to, the, so, to, the, to the open lord of Luskin, Jarlaxle. So all the drow emptied from the boats, and then the two women got in the boats. With two drow. With two other drow? drow? With two drow sailors. And they, the four of them rode up to the uh, eye catcher. <laughs> and when we see Jarlaxle, do I see a silver ring on his hand. Roll a perception. Can I help him? Uh, dirty 20. No, sit. You don't. Gord, that is the best news I've heard all day. You see... Oh, you roll a... Perception, Reggie. Uh, two seconds. It's indisposed. Uh, just seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Yep. Yeah. So you've you've met Carol Axel before. Oh yeah. He doesn't seem to be wearing a lot of his daggers and various. Some of the, you know, you've seen him always with his daggers and weapons on, but when you've seen him, uh, he doesn't seem to be wearing them. Oh, man. <laughs> He's still whoop my ass, but it makes me want to fight him. Um, and they're just. Uh, they're, they're, they, you know, they pick him up after a while and they're carrying him on his shoulders to the open Lord of Luskin and they're, they're uh, cheering as they walk down uh, towards the castle ward. 
um, people coming out of their uh, storefronts and you know homes, and they're all clapping, you know, to the hero of Waterdeep. Oh, people like them, don't they? That's too bad. Um, I'd say we wait an hour, sure. or do you want to wait two hours until they're all the way to the Yoni portal? Uh, give them thirty minutes till they're out of eyesight and out of the hearing. They won't know any different, and it'll be just as quiet. I just want to maximize the time before they, if they had some kind of uh, talking stones or something. Some kind Not of a bad idea. We can wait. I mean, it's going to take us a while to row back out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Uh. Black Viper uh, didn't catch bird or anything. Roll of perception. Uh, that's a seven. No, you don't know anything new. Okay, I was just wondering if uh, <laughs> she. <laughs> Uh, like Theodore just Theodore if she was if she just I was just wondering if she like showed up or something. Theodore get roll perception too. Sure. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> what would okay. you guys like to do? Um, I believe we need to row to a different spot in the ocean now. Yeah, we should probably get a boat. I do have money now. So you, oh, that's uh, good. You can pay for this one, and we'll probably have to pay for the last one. So you walk down to the uh, Dockmaster, and he's not there. But you do see a guy working on a boat, fixing a hole in the bottom. He's kind of grumbling. It's uh, kind of a scallywag, uh, grizzly old guy. <laughs> walk up to him like, we know nothing. Hello, good sir. Hey. You're wondering if you'd like to earn an extra bit of money tonight. Yeah, I got to fix this, this stupid boat someone broke. That's quite a hole. I wonder what could have made that. Yeah, some idiot. <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> the dock's closed tonight. The dock master went with the uh, to the yawning portal because uh, there's a big party there. So, no, no boat rentals tonight. I can't help you. Not even for some under the table cash. Oh come on! You, you like yourself? Talking? You don't so, want to earn some extra cash no, fixing a boat that doesn't need to be fixed? What's it? Uh, what are we talking here? How's... How about we give you 20 gold and he, and you magically him. lifts? You see him visibly gulp, but he's trying to hide it. Uh, All right. 20 gold, huh? And you never saw us. He's kind of looking around. It's just between you and me. Seems like that's the only important people here right now. I didn't see you. It's like a plan. Got a deal, friend. And he points out a rowboat down at the end of the dock. I'll kind of like nudge Reverend. Revenant. Uh, he, yeah. he holds out his hand towards you, Revenant. Okay, I hand him 20 gold. Okay. Knock it off your tool. Um, 
Where is the money? Under inventory, and then you should see like a gold currency in like the top right part of the window. Oh, there it is. jump into the boat and kind of wait a little bit as like the, I'm assuming the parade of people has left and oh yeah they've uh, long left uh, we're down there we'll just start slowly rowing out to the eye catcher yeah you do see uh, just a couple lights on the eye catcher um, as you're rowing out uh, you guys can roll a perception Uh, 21 for me. Better than me. You see two people on the deck in this distance. They don't seem to be moving around. They seem to be off to one side of the deck. Uh, they seem to have a lantern close to them. And then you see um, on uh, let's see here. Yeah, that's all you see. Is there an angle in which we can approach the boat that we would be not seen? Uh, so they're off. Stern? The, yeah, so they're they're off on the, the bow of the boat. So okay. I mean, uh, that's where the anchor is. Yeah. Um, the stern seems to be in darkness. Or, yeah, the stern of the ship. Cool. Let's, uh, I think we'll try and approach from the, to the stern. Actually, Seems the anchor like is, the anchor's in the middle of the ship. Uh, oh, okay. But they are at the front, seem to be sitting uh, around a barrel, and just, as you get closer, you can just see that they're just drinking and just laughing about stuff. And is it, like, pretty well lit on the deck from below? No, it's just, just the one, uh, lantern around, uh, it's on the it's on the floor, and it's because uh, it's very low, like candle light, because uh, they don't really need uh, light either. I think Can it's we... more just to let people know that there's somebody on the deck. Yeah. As we approach, can we make sure to like, as we're looking, is there anybody like moving up and down the the deck on the side that we're approaching by the anchor? No, we're, we're coming in on the stern. That's the rear. Oh, yeah, the stern. So the, okay. the anchor yeah. uh, rope is yeah. actually on the side of the boat, and then uh, there's the bow, and the stern is in darkness. So, you, so they're not near the anchor, actually, uh, chain. Okay. Might be so, an easy way up. Yeah, it might be an easy way up. Yeah. I'm a couple of levels away from literally walking up the friggin' <laughs> boat. So you guys kind of saddle along the side of the boat. Okay. You can see the eye catcher written in the back. Uh, there's some uh, windows higher up on the back of the boat, just below the wording, but they're they're dark. Um, 
uh, you pull up next to the chain, or the mm -hmm. anchor chain, on the uh, starboard side, the right side of the boat. Yeah. And we'll just I'd like you to, tie them. you to roll a stealth check. That's that's a boatload. <laughs> twenty plus. Oh, that's a nat twenty. No, it, uh, it's not a nat twenty. I rolled uh, twelve, so it's a twenty-three. Okay, mine's a nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you. Uh, Ravi, you, you grab the chain and you're, you're climbing up. You look down as you're climbing up and you catch a glimpse of a, a bronze-colored flash underwater. Uh, you climb up to the deck and you hide behind uh, uh, a barrel and you're in darkness and uh, Theodore follows you. Uh, you guys are on the top deck. Um, well, not quite the top deck. It's uh, where the steering wheel is behind you, towards the back of the boat, uh, is where the steering wheel is. It's a little bit taller than the deck you're on. Okay. And then um, there's some stairs on either side of the boat that goes further down where the mast is. Okay. And then towards the bow, that goes back upstairs, and you can see the two guys uh, around the barrel, drinking, laughing. They don't seem to be. Yeah, they're not paying attention at all. Uh, they've been out here for probably a month, and it's been boring out here. No one's ever bothered them. All right, that's uh. There is where you are. Um, uh, there is a door to the south. And like I said, stairs going up to the where the steering wheel is, and then mm -hmm. doors going uh, down to the uh, lower deck. Are the doors right in between the stairs? It's still, it's still on the top deck. It's just there's multiple levels of the top deck. So there's a door to the south. Yeah, is the door like in between the stairs towards yeah. the? Uh, uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm just imagining like uh, the Black Pearl right now. And there is a large uh, kind of a winch uh, in the middle of the deck, and the chain goes up over to the side and down. So it's okay. they pull the anchor up. Uh, cool. There is some, you know, crates and various uh, barrels and other things, but it's pretty quiet. Um, I whispered to Theodore, "Is it worth dealing with these guys now?" I'm worried about. The other two. I don't think that Jarlax will leave this boat unattended. I would say better to be quiet and unaware than trying to take care of something and causing something we don't need. Okay, I agree. Um, let's try and you can kind of do that door on the south. The door to the south, or you can go to a like a, a lower top deck down a couple stairs. Okay. And that's kind of where the, uh, the main mast is, and it looks like that's where the uh, the loading, uh, the doors open up for where they load crates and stuff like that into the ship. Right. Okay, yeah, if there's a, a way we can get down without opening doors, that'd be great. Well, that grate is closed right now. Oh, okay. 
uh, then the door there would are be more when you peer over the edge. There are more stairs towards the forward end of the boat. Okay. Or sorry, yeah, stairs going down. Okay. Can we say have doors at the end of it, or do they just go into the uh, like hull of the boat? Just before we leave this door to the south, it's like underneath where it's the underneath boat is the uh, steering. Yeah, it's what you would assume to be like the captain's quarters. Potentially, yeah. Why don't we check there first? Okay. To the captain's quarters. All right. Uh, the door is not locked, so you can. With those stealth, you uh, slowly open the door and close it behind you. Okay. Uh, you come into an empty captain's quarters. Uh, there's a large table on the east end of the ship. Up north is up. And uh, for a place setting for six people, there's a writing desk to the south and facing the wall and some windows overlooking the bay. Uh, on the left, south uh, west corner is a large double bed and then there's a couple of sitting chairs on the northwest side, sitting around the table. Uh, there seems to be some glasses and wine there and uh, some pipes. And you do remember that uh, Jarlaxle was the owner of the Sea Maidens Fair. He wasn't a captain. He had three captains, one for each ship. Mm. So he was, he's not a captain himself. He just owns everything. Right. So this looks like to be the captain of the eye catcher uh, quarters. Um, I'm going to go to his writing desk and I'm going to take a piece of paper and a pen. I'm going to write Dear Jarlaxle. I'm going to butcher his name too. Okay. And I'm just going to say gotcha. All right. It's a little bit premature, but uh, I'm not coming back to do it. Very optimistic. <laughs> Why don't you keep it with you and leave it in the room when we find Ooh. it? That's a good idea. Okay, I'll do that. That's a swell plan. Sounds good. Um, investigate the room, I guess. Sure. I roll investigation. Sure. Either both of you or one with advantage. I'll give you advantage. 22. Uh, 22. Um, you find a pistol. And you find about a 20 platinum. 20 platinum? <laughs> Wild. Yeah, I'll just... Um, and, and like writing utensils and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'll take the platinum and the, the one pistol and be like, seems like he won't need this. They seem, you, you haven't really seen these things yet before. You've heard of them, but you're not sure how they work. Uh, there is a box full of, uh, I guess, gunpowder and uh, it looks like little, little miniature cannonballs that you, but you're not sure how it works or how to load it or use it. I won't so take any of that because I, I don't know how it works. Yeah, so you found a pistol with ammunition for, uh, say, 10 shots. Cool. Um, I say we leave 
Friedel Wessel, the captain, Curtis, and say we leave and we head into the hall. Well, this I door guess. opens right up onto the anchor deck there. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. On the top. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, we leave the, the captain's quarters and we'll go towards the bow of the ship and take the stairs down into the hall. Okay. So you leave the captain's, you're on kind of the deck where the anchor is. Yeah. Behind you is a, a taller part of the top deck. Yeah. Two stairs going left and right down to the lower part where there's like the loading bay, the main mast is there. Uh, and across from you is uh, the bow of the ship, which is a little bit higher up, stairs going up to it, where mm -hmm. these guys are drinking. So if you're going down those stairs, you're going to have to roll a really good stealth check again. Because there's no hiding here. Okay. Is there any way else into the bow? You or into could, the, sorry, into the hull. You could climb down to that lower deck and stay behind the mast. That might give you a little bit better cover. So instead of taking the stairs, you would climb down, but you 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 might make a little more noise. I, well, if I jumped down, I wouldn't make any noise. That's true. It's about a 10 foot drop. That's fine. Did you jump down? Uh, yeah. Okay, you jump down, you're standing behind the mast on the south side of the mast. Um, what do you do to her? Um, uh, Revy, you well, now see that you're on the, this lower deck, that there are stairs to your left and right that go back down. Right beside the stairs that go onto this deck, there's stairs beside them that go down into the bowels of the ship. Okay. And across on the north side of this deck are another pair of stairs that also go down. So there's four stairs here going down. Okay. Two stairs going up. And then uh, this deck goes underneath the bow section and it looks like that's, there's a compartment there. It's not doored though. There's no door to it. It's just open. Looks like it has storage and barrels and crap in there. You're not sure. You can't see everything in there. Okay. I'm going to head in there. In where? Uh, down the stairs. Okay. Uh, Theodore, what are you doing? I'd probably follow suit and like try and be as quiet as I can and just like jump and like maybe grab onto the mast and then jump off of the mast to where Revenant was. Okay. It's going to be a higher DC so you don't make any noise. Uh, can you roll another stealth check? Uh, 27. No problem. You're quieter than uh, Revenant, who made no sound. <laughs> uh, Revenant, you're shocked. Uh, he doesn't have the same boots as you have, but he made zero sound, just like you. Um, shocked and impressed. Yeah. So there is a door to the south, directly, directly south of you, oh. uh, that goes in uh, into the ship. And then there's also two stairs that go down on your left and right. Stairs first, come back to the door. I'm wondering if the uh, weird manta ray at the bottom is where he stays. Most likely. I think the door will go to the manta ray. The door to the south, and I'll point that way. That one? Yeah. 
their last. Because I like to explore everything first. <laughs> it's like a video game player. Yeah, honestly. Okay, yeah, we can just. Okay, yeah, we can just go. Find what we've come here first and. Okay. Take what we need to. Through here. the door then. You're taking the door? Yeah. Okay, so you go through the door and quietly open it, go through, close it. You're in a hallway with three doors on each side of the wall and a door to the south. So three doors on the west wall, three on the east wall, and a door to the south about 20 feet away. Yeah. Pull up my wand of magic detection as I walk down the hallway and use it. Okay. How long does it last? Uh... It's probably like detect magic, so it's 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, nothing is going off right now. As I'm walking down the hallway. I think we need to go down. To yeah, and I was just I was just trying to make sure it's a... Uh... Um, we're not missing anything important in these rooms as we go by. What would you like to do? Um, continue. We'll, do you want to keep going south to the next door? Do we want to go back north and then down the four sets? Of, down no, we should keep going south. We should we should keep keep going south. South. Okay. Uh, you come to the door in the south, and there's a door there. If you open it. Yeah. I want to before we open it. Can I just like put my ear to it in case there's somebody? side that we can hear. Uh, roll of perception. 15. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Seems quiet. I'll open the doors quietly and kind of like slowly peek in. Uh, so yeah, you uh, walk into a dining cabin. Uh, so the crew dines here throughout the day. Um, looks like it seats about, about 10 people, uh, five per side on a long table. There's like, uh, there's some oak cabinets containing dishes and tankers and utensils off to the side. One of magic detection isn't going off top. I think we need to keep going down the stairs, back yes. down to the north and then down farther. You'll need to go out that door to the north, onto that top, that outside deck. Yeah, and then we'll and then to the left and right are stairs going down, which will expose you visually. You'll have to have a good stealth check. You want to do that? So is that what you want to do? Is there like we'll we'll pick the stern of the ship because like probably um, it's got a little more coverage well i mean if you're going down those stairs yeah the stairs to the south would give you a bit more coverage than the ones to the north yeah so i'd like you both to roll another stealth check because this will be the big one 29 okay i'm just rolling my dice in my hand right now 21 yeah, you uh, you step down the, uh, the stairs. You hear a seagull kind of screech above, kind of 
stop for a second. You turn around and sailors are still drinking and laughing and talking. You're able <laughs> to make it down the stairs. Uh, you get down, it's called the Orlop deck and the mass still goes down here. Uh, you come down these stairs, there's, there's further stairs that go further down. And then you see you're kind of on a, a deck that has a, uh, a winch with a uh, kind of a crane winch and then a, a, a door that opens up out of the floor again to put the stuff into a lower hold. Uh, it gets winched down there and this crane kind of rolls on a track that goes in a u-shape around this hole um, mm. so this deck goes further north into more storage areas uh can't really see what's up there and then there's stairs on the left and right goes down and then there's a hallway that goes south uh looks like there's more doors on the, on the left and right down this hallway is there any of the doors like a little more ornate than anybody else like regarding someone of like importance on this deck these doors look pretty plain one of magic detections not doing anything no okay um i guess you notice that there's some pieces like looks like carnival pieces and stuff like that lying on the in the corner looks like there's some stuff in the day of wonders parade to start here um, everything but just a few things that maybe hasn't been put away properly do you think we should just keep going deeper into the ship down going down okay uh you're in the upper uh, uh the upper hold um so there's that cargo elevator which again there's another hatch that goes further down into the, the ship from this level uh, and there's tons of stuff from the Day of Wonders that you recognize, Revenant, uh, from the various floats and decorations and various things that are kind of wrapped up and put away. Uh, there's stairs that go down further. Uh, there's some food stores here um, in the large kind of a hold area. And then to the south uh, is uh, a room uh, without a door on it. And then there's two doors to the south on each side, uh, that will be. So there's a door on the left on the south end, there's a door on the left and right, and then there's an open kind of door that leads into a, a room. Your guess is as good as mine here. Um, <clears throat> I'd say we, uh, I think we're at the point. Gord, does it feel like we're pretty close to the bottom of the ship? It does feel like you can hear the waves uh, almost at head level here. Okay. I think it's time to start to just opening doors here as we go along. There is there is uh, stairs that go further down, so. Okay. Should I'd be down those ones first. Uh... I mean, if I'm the man that owns this boat and owns, owns everything else, I want stuff separate yeah. from everybody else's okay that makes sense uh, it's killing me but okay going down some more yeah okay. uh, you go down and you come into the lower hold again the mass still goes up here 
Uh, there's some stray, uh, straw all over the floor uh, with a bunch of mannequins. Looks like a training area. There's some swords and crossbows. Um, the uh, There's ropes strung throughout the area like webs. Uh, there's four rapiers hanging from a wooden rack attached to the mast. Uh, there's five beat up mannequins made of wood, straw, and canvas stand about the room. And each of them hold a wooden sword and a wooden shield. And there's a dartboard mounted on one wall with a shiny dagger sticking into it. Awkward. The note's going on the dartboard, man. When we're done. I won't, may not have a chance after. <laughs> Trust me. It's going on. No, I'm sorry. It's going on the dartboard. <laughs> Put it there now. Take the dagger out. Yeah. Stick it into the note. Yeah. Okay. Are there still Drop. more stairs going down? No, that's uh there's no more stairs going down that you notice. Uh, there is a hallway that goes south. Looks like there's a few doors down there. Okay. I think we should wander down oh, there. And there's a door <clears throat> to the north. And you you do have a faint smell in this area. It's like a perfumey smell. Ooh, sketchy. Probably the ladies. I don't trust them at all. So a door to the north. Has a smell. And yeah, it looks it smells like it's from the north. And then to the south is a hallway with more doors. Okay, I'd say we investigate the south first, and then if nothing turns up, then we hit then we go to the north. Great. So on the on the south hallway, there's a door to the west and a door to the east. Both nicer than the, your normal door and then okay. further on uh, the corridor goes around a corner and looks like there's another door at the end want a magic detection doing nothing at these doors um Magic protection. Basically, no. just gives them detect no. magic. So. No, you don't have it. Nothing is glowing. Um, huh? Are the doors locked? The... Uh, they are locked. You hear uh, roll a perception check. Both of us? Twenty-three. Seventeen. Um, Theodore, you hear a woman giggling behind the door. Don't think we want to go in this one. No, I don't. On the west do. door. How about the east door? Uh, you can roll a perception on that one if you want. No. You also Seven. hear a man's voice. It sounds familiar to you. Sounds familiar. On the west door. After the giggle. Sounds familiar. Whose voice would I know? Can I do a insight? Sure. Or history check? No, insight. A history check. 
see if you remember. Because you're trying to remember something. But I'm trying to be insightful. <laughs> Ten. It's hard to place. It's kind of muffled through the door. Damn. Like, where that's going to bother me? <sighs> okay. Uh, perception on the, the east door? What'd you roll? Ten. You doing a two-tier roll? Theodore, are you listening to the east door? Yeah, just one second. Oh, okay. Uh, 15. Uh, you guys don't hear anything. Hey, can I stealthily open the door? Sure. Uh, you, you try... Check if it's locked. Oh. It is locked. Okay, do you have lock picking tools? Let me. Oh, okay, go for it. I'll be fine. 19. Are you here? Click. Um, be good. Oh, I pull up the uh, ball of, uh, sorry, the iron. Bands of Bolero? Bands of Bolero, just in case. Okay. And then just kind of peek in. Okay. Do I see anything? Uh, you see an empty, uh, and a very nice bedroom. Uh, it looks very similar to um, maybe the captain's quarters, but it looks like it's uh, a little more. It's not as personalized. There's a desk there, but blank writing material. There's a, a desk with no books on it. Uh, there's a neatly made bed, the rug. Uh, there's a wardrobe, but there's no clothes in it. Almost looks like a guest cabin. Cool. Um, close the door behind us. Okay. And then Check out that south door. So that was the door to the east we just opened. The door to the west just, had a, familiar a, voices in it. Yeah. To Revenant. There's one more door farther south around what the corner. What are your passive perception? Uh, passive is 14 for me. Well, All right. Okay. What do you guys want to do? In that door. Okay, so you come around the corner and um, it just kind of like an open area there to the west, and then there's a door to the east. No door to the south, just a corridor splitting off. The door to the east. No, there is no door to the south. It's okay. just it just turns a corner to like a, a dead end area. Okay. And then um, to the east is a a door. It looks more plain. Is it locked? It is locked. Would you do the honors? Twelve. Um, that's, that's, it doesn't seem to open. You can't quite catch the, 
get the catch on the lock. Sorry, this one is eluding me. Is it slate of hand? It is slate of hand. Okay, I'll give it a go. Okay. Oh! Seven. It was it was on 17 and it rolled to three. Yeah, you thought you had it. You could just feel it and then it slips off the lock. Oh, okay. Okay. Not quite. Um, I'll go check out that uh, area to the west, that open open space. Yeah, it's just a small area, maybe, you know, 15 feet by 5 feet, and it's just kind of like some crates and stuff like this. Nothing of mundane area, yeah. mundane storage. I guess all we're left with is the door to the north. On the west side of the corridor? No, no. Um, all the way back. Oh, the all the way back up there. Yeah. Uh, um, Tito, are, are you good with the uh, good with uh, going back to the door to the north? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when you come up to this door, uh, there's a, a hook latch on the outside, facing there. Uh, you notice strong smells coming from the uh, bottom crack under the door and a little you barely make out a little bit of steam coming out from the crack. Looks maybe like this is the door we should go through. Uh, I think we're at the point where we gotta do it. Is it locked? Uh, there's I don't want it. It's a latch on the outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. What's that? Here we go. Let's go. You open the door? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. you open the door and clouds of steam billow out into the, the area beyond. Um, you uh, smells just permeate the air. Uh, you, you walk into this room and there is a, um, a bathtub uh, with warm water steaming out of it. There's uh, flowers and petals, and there's a strange contraction billowing this almost like a purplish, light purple steam coming out of it, and it glows when you bring your wand next to it. Oh no, essential oils. It's a, it's a magical steam generator. No way. This so is, is, it's, 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 it's just a, a sauna. sauna. <laughs> There's no other room off of this one. Uh, no, it kind of forms into the bow of the ship at the end. Hmm. So it comes to a point at the one end. Okay. Was there some way to enter the thing in the bottom of the ship? Uh, you didn't encounter anything that you could see, like a hatch in the floor or anything? No. Or any stairs? Could always ask one of them in the other room. Uh, I don't know how much more intimidating we can be than Jarlaxle. True. 
So the room all the way to the south that goes around the corner corridor ends in just like dead ends? It just dead ends, yeah. And there was no markings, no nothing at that end either? But you could go down and do an investigation if you'd like. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'll help him. Uh, 23. Uh, yeah, so, oh, sorry, I did, I forgot to mention, there's stairs going up here, but you don't find anything going lower. Uh, sorry, you did a 23? Yeah. Um, okay. You, uh, you, you're looking around and you actually... You don't find anything, but you kind of go into the hallway a little bit, and on the west side, mm -hmm. you put your you just kind of tapping along the wall, and one of the walls seems a little different sound as you uh, as you kind of feel along it. There's a little ridge there. Oh, there's the door we're looking for. There's something you don't, here, you don't Revenant. See any, any latch or button or anything, though. And can I like uh, look specifically over this this section? And it's like there's looks it feels different. Feels like different. there's yeah, with that investigation, you, you figure there's probably a false door here. Now we need to figure out how to open it. Uh, you could roll another investigation if you want. Yeah. Are you helping me, Revenant? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's 25. Yeah. I just, I'm really happy I rolled with advantage because the other one was a one. <laughs> You're gently kind of feeling around this door, and it's like the pressure you put on in a certain way. All of a sudden, it just silently slides to the right uh, like without a sound and it opens up into a little to the west it opens up into a little space five feet by ten feet um, so this is looks like a closet uh, I, you uh, see to the uh, uh, north is like a uh, um, sorry uh, to the north is like a a door with slats that uh, looks like it opens up into a bedroom it's hard to see through the slats because they're angled but you hear a person to you hear two women giggling and uh, and uh, a man joking with them and laughing. Um, you're in a, a wardrobe closet. Um, there's tailored outfits and cloaks for different ceilings. Uh, there's towels against the back. Uh, there's a wooden mannequin wearing an eye patch. Um, yeah, there is uh, um, you 
you walk into it and the wood, the floor feels a little different on your feet. You look down and there's a metal hatch. Oh. Um, are any of the like cloaks like nice but nondescript in color? Like not blues or like bright reds or anything like that? Like, Well, they're, they're all uh, like nondescript. They're all flamboyant. Yeah, I don't want any of them. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, one, the one doesn't do with anything. The eye patch, it glows. Oh. Well, we'll be taking that, Gordon. You're taking that? Or we'll be taking that. All right. You have an eye patch. Gotta go into the big hole. Um. Yeah, you just hear these uh, noises. I'd like both of you to roll a stealth check again. Um, 28. Christ. Yeah, I know. 24. All right. Um, I still haven't rolled a natural 20 yet. I know, I don't know I'm like, okay, but I feel pitiful from the comparison. The way the slats of this door angle you can't see into the room but you can hear into the room you can see the floor uh oh, okay from the floor where you see uh you actually see a little bit of a glowing circle on the southwest corner beautiful rug and a part of a writing desk all of it finely ornate to the point of you've never seen such beautiful things but it looks like a magical glowing circle on the southwest corner Sure. But you can't see any further into the room beyond that. Do I hear his voice then? Oh, you hear lots of uh, fun uh, types of sounds coming from the room. Specifically, which voice do I recognize? You recognize this voice. This is Jarlaxle. This is Jarlaxle? Sounds like him. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll relay that to Theodore, that, uh, there may have been the Jarlaxle that went to the Yanni portal may or may not be the real one. That's all right. You said you had those bands. Ready? Uh, lavender, uh, a lavender smell of perfume permeates through the uh, slats in the in the wall. I honestly don't know if it's worth engaging him because we do still have a hatch below us to check out. But do you think our items are in his room or in the hatch below? I'd rather not encounter him unless I absolutely have to. Remember. Oh, you know, he probably has your brain. Yes. Um, because the other jar didn't have any items. Correct. Now, I would, <laughs> if my staff is in the other part, I would much, I would very much like to get that first. That's fine. We'll go to the hatch quickly. Okay. We'll go down and come 
back and see if they've exhausted themselves. Hatch has a uh, a turning wheel on it, a metal wheel. Mm -hmm. Similar to the hatch that you found on the turtle. Yeah, like a submarine hatch, right? Can I, can we slowly open this without making a ton of noise? That's going to be a sleight of hand. Okay. Is your sleight of hand, mine's okay. Is yours really good? Um, mine's probably definitely above average. It's not as good as my stealth, but it's up there. Okay. Can I give my help action to him? On the on to Tidor on uh, opening the hatch, or is it? Are we both rolling uh, sleight of hand? You're uh, before you start. You're just about to rotate it, and you notice that there's a glow, a slight glow on the hatch. Oh, it's magical. Okay. I think uh, I think you. I think we may have to deal with Relaxa first. So am I. Okay. Um, bands of Bolero at the ready. I have uh, in one hand, and then the other hand, I kind of have my um, blade of escape. Okay. And a crossbow loaded on my back. You're doing this all in the closet? Yeah. I'm basically I'm gearing up <laughs> in a closet. Yeah, sharing like lots. like Gord, like Gord Shuriken are going in my in like my sash. Like I'm getting okay. Well, I, I would assume you would have done this beforehand, but uh, like yeah. your crossbow. Oh, I, yeah, just, I'm just making sure that okay. like yeah. you're aware of all the stuff that's going on. You're 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 kind of making a moving some stuff around as you're trying to get organized, but your stealth is pretty good, so. Yeah, 24, so. No, so. Uh, okay. You're pretty quiet. Um, Dito, are you thinking run, kick through the door, and surprise, or do you want to, like, try and sneak in still? And there's still a bunch of noise going on inside, or have they exhausted their efforts? Oh, they're still giggling and. Does the door open in or out? It opens out. Oh. Looks like we'll be going in quite noticeably, so I feel like we should make this quick. Okay. Um. I'm just going to relay what I plan to do. Okay. Which is... I'm going to run in. I'm going to throw the dance of Valero at him. And then I'm going to try and hit him with a, with a stunning strike. Actually, probably two. No, uh, yeah, just a, yeah, I'm going to try and hit him with a stunning strike. Okay. Okay. Theodore, do you have, what do you got going on? 
be as quick as I can to inflict a bit of damage. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, there you go. Here we go. Alright. Is this happening? Rushing him. Bum rushing him. Okay. You, uh, I, Such a great choice of words. Uh, <laughs> you you rip out. open the, uh, uh, door, and you see a, a, a dark-skinned drow, uh, from behind, and he's kind of on some, underneath a little bit half-covered soap cheeks, and there's a beautiful woman, and they're kind of embraced and uh they're both completely naked uh and uh when you open up through the door he turns around suddenly and looks at you and you see Darlaxo staring at you wide-eyed and bushy brown you guys get a surprise (laughs) round okay okay um i'm just gonna pull out my short sword and like uh do I, does when he turned around, do I see a ring on one of his fingers? Uh, you don't actually. <laughs> He's not wearing anything. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Like he's um, butt naked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll Love like. It. I'll let you go first. Rather. And he's with uh, the, one of the women that you saw. Yep. Come to the show. So the Banks of Bolero, thankfully, used Dexterity and my Proficiency modifier. Okay. So here we go. I just had to beat his armor class. Yeah. Uh, 20. Dirty. Uh, you rush in, and as he turns around, you throw the bands of Bolero. Uh, yeah. He tries to dodge, but it catches him in the side of the chest, and the wraps start moving around his body, and it starts enclosing his body, and his, lo- his eyes just go wide as it starts wrapping around his body, these bands, and he is wrapped up like a mummy, and he just <laughs> falls back onto the bed, covers his mouth. He needs a. His eyes needs, are showing. He needs a DC twenty strength save. Okay. Um, so once he's wrapped up, I will say I'll like point my hand at the woman in the bed and said not a word. And as I raise up my sword, I'll just like drop the pommel straight onto his head to like totally concuss him. Okay. Not to like you do massive amounts. Of, I just want to knock him out. Okay. Um, the woman screams. But she kind of backs off, falls off the bed. Okay, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna stunning strike her. Okay. Uh, well, right <laughs> this poor woman is <laughs> just gonna shit kick her. Um, that's a that's a Theodore. that's a dirty twenty. Um, yeah, you uh, you, you hit she, her. She has to make a deep. She... There's no save for her. She's a commoner. Uh, so so Theodore, oh. you walk up to. Jarlaxle, he's lying like mummified on his bed and these bands of uh, he's just, his mouth is covered and his eyes are just looking up at you with shocked gaze. Okay, he uh, 
Did he make a save? He failed the save. He's yeah, locked I'll... up for tw- he's locked up for twenty four hours, or until I utter the the phrase. He literally cannot move. He can't make any more saves on that. Yeah. So I rolled a hit to knock him out. I rolled a natural it's an automatic 19. Hit. He's not. Yeah. Moving. He can't move. Yeah. He's done, man. We we have free reign on uh, this whole you shit. You hit him, man. and yeah, he he goes limp. <laughs> I'll like point the sword at the woman, and I'll well, be she's like. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I'll just be like politely walk over and I'll like grab the silk sheets and I'll just like cover her and tie her hands and just kind of like sit her in the bed. Yeah. So at least she's comfortable. Uh, and you're, like, so let me describe the cabin. <laughs> uh, so the sweet smell of the lavender permeates the cabin. Um, You've seen one of these before. There's a nimble right. Stands motionless in a small alcove next to a chess table. Uh, there's an empty wine bottle on a table, and it's labeled One-Eyed Jacks in common. Uh, behind a purple curtain, which is open now, is a bed covered by a soft blue blanket matching pillows. Next to the bed is a wooden chest with clawed feet. We got to hit up that chest, man. Is there a desk in this room as well? There is. What do you think the odds are everything is in the chest or in the desk? Um, I'd bet. Oh, and there was that glowing red, uh, blue circle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in the southwest corner, it's like a magical circle. Yep. Yeah. And there's a uh, a lion skin carpet at the base of the bed. Looks like the skin of a lion, Ooh. or a tiger. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm gonna assume more than 15 minutes have passed because I think that's right. Yeah. And then, oh, your wand's definitely not working anymore. Yeah. It's well, not working. Your wand we're gonna use done. we're no we're gonna use the third charge. Okay. So, last charge. Let's see uh, what we can find in here. What starts glowing, Gord? Oh, you almost get blinded. Um, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, the magic circle in the southwest corner just lights up. It's yeah. like almost blinding to look at. Um, actually, that's really the only thing that lights up here. Uh, you you kind of see through the door that hatch that glows. Um, there is, uh, that's actually really it that you see. Um, okay, let's check out the chest and the desk anyway. Uh, you reach over, okay, you roll an investigation. Sure. Uh, the, the chest is locked, the desk is not. Okay, I'll well, use, uh, I'll use my sword on the desk to see if there's any hidden compartments. Um, you notice there is probably a hidden compartment uh, on the underside. And you kind of look under and it looks like there is, you can make out that there probably is a, a small little sliding piece that could come out. And while you're looking at it, you hear a... Well done, my friends. Very well done. 
I don't oh, know no. how I could ever have escaped that if it was real. And uh, the second woman uh, illusion is trapped in the bands of Valero. And you see Jarl Axel standing in the middle of the blue circle. Uh, paid naked as the uh, <laughs> day is long. And uh, he just smiling at you. Uh, he does have a few earrings in his ear hole. And he's just clapping with a big smile saying, oh, so impressive. Um, Welcome to the eye catcher. Thank you. I'll be leave you. You owe me something of mine. Do I? Do we know each other? Is he wearing the ring on his hand? He is. Um, and he's looking at you, trying to piece together where he thinks he knows you. If I see the perplexed look, I'll just smile and I'll be like, really, you should have a better memory. And um, is there any room around him or is he like in the corner, literally? Uh, he's in the southwest corner and uh, he's just standing there in the middle of this. He's not wearing anything or has any weapons on him that you see. says the rings on your hand hand it over no there are no rings on his hand there is one ring oh is it the ring oh shit um and he goes yes the ring is this yours or was it doesn't matter it over and uh, he looks at it and goes Theodore oh it's been forever where was it Baldur's Gate I think it was where were we never went to if you want to keep having that finger hand the ring over oh Theodore you obviously, I taught you nothing. You can't, just like that chess game there. A pawn can't take a queen. If the queen is the smartest one in the room. While he's talking to me, if there's like an open five foot square around him. There is. I'll instantly teleport behind him and I'll grab the hand. Oh, not behind him. He's like okay. in the corner. I'll uh, teleport in front of him or to the side of him. I'll teleport to the side that the hand is kind of like probably like outstretched to me. Yeah. And I'll literally try and cut the finger off his hand. He, he's actually not outstretched. He's just kind of holding it up, like looking at it in front of his face. That's fine. So you teleport next to him? Yeah. Okay. And I'll like strike out at it. Okay. Roll an attack. Is he surprised? Do I get advantage? Um, yes, you would. Yeah, he wouldn't be expecting that. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, 24 to hit. 24. That would hit. Except this shimmering wall cylinder around the circle around him 
glows and scatters electricity as your sword hits this invisible barrier. Ouch. Uh, same is tricks. That, is that what I get? I thought we were friends, Theodore. You and I friends? No. <laughs> yeah, you sorry and them to... friends, maybe. Sorry to have to drop you in that uh under the under the under the cart there uh for that job. We had to have a planned escape and I'm sorry that you were the Patsy. You did your you did your job well though. I hope uh, prison wasn't too long. It was long enough. You can stay in there, but you're not going anywhere. Is that right? We know there's another ship underneath this one. And you catch him off guard. Just for a second. That's right. We do know there's another one under here. We know there's not a lot of people on this boat. There's a price to pay. You can walk away and so can we. So you know about the Scarlet Marnifog. You can call it whatever you want. It is my most prized possession. Oh, shit. And probably <laughs> one of the most secretive things that you've kept about yourself, other than the lies you tell everyone else to make it what you want. Well, there are things in this world, Theodore, that makes me do things that upset other people. But you have to understand that I am trying to help this world. Maybe myself along the way, but there are things that I'm trying to discover that make me do the things I do. And you might not understand now, but one day you might. Again, we're here for the ring and one other thing I can think of. And he looks over at you. Know what he's looking for. He looks over at you, Revenant. That staff is quite a piece there, Revenant. Uh, yeah, we, we're well aware of that, aren't we? Uh, yeah, you know what? It wasn't very nice of you to, to hurt my guests over there. They're just mm. simple women. All right. Wake up with a headache tomorrow. Well, it wasn't very nice of you to switch with the, with her either. Well, you guys were pretty loud, and I do have mechanisms that detect uh, if you're not careful. Mm. Um, I think we should talk a little bit. Uh, Theodore, under that desk, you found that uh, compartment. Why don't you open that up? It's not trapped. I'll walk back over to the desk and I'll just like hit the compartment with the end of the sword to see if it pops open. And it does. And there is a uh, piece of paper falls to the ground. Small. Piece of paper. 
pick it up in this piece of paper. Yeah. That, uh, let's put a, uh, a needle in my brain. It concerns me. And I need to know more about it. Um, why don't you read it? piece of paper isn't going to do me any good. You know what's on this? I do. Then tell me. Uh, well, you can, um, you can read it, but I know what's on there. And it is written in a scratchy lettering, not very well uh, not fine writing at all. It's kind of so whoever wrote this was not a good writer in common. And it says he is after the gelato scourge, like Rick, like a sign by scourge. How do you spell gelato? D I L L A T O. Have you ever heard of that? The gelato. I guess I should probably roll a history check. Check. Sure. I don't know if I have or not. Yeah, you can both can. Uh, well, oh. I rolled a two. So we both not. can roll a history check. Yeah. My history checks have been asked tonight. Ah, I beat you. I rolled a three. <laughs> Neither of you have heard of this gelato. Um, I have been everywhere in this world and on many others who wrote this letter has access to some of the greatest secrets in this universe. I need to know what this means. How about we make a deal? Give you back what you want and perhaps more. You find out what this is all about. The Delato. What Scourge knows. I will give you back your staff and your ring right now. But if you just decide not to and betray me and just forget about what our conversation is, it won't happen now. It won't happen tomorrow. But one day, you and everyone you know will pay that price. So I'm talking about making a, a bond that we will keep here and now. That we trust each other. Okay. 
That sounds fine to me. Yeah, it's like, I don't think we really have a choice here. <laughs> but know this, Jarlaxle. If you come after me again, <laughs> I did this by myself with one other that I met two days ago. Or one day ago, technically. <laughs> Give me a week. I'll admit, you did get on my ship with all of my men on shore. But know this, Theodore. This could be your last night if I decided. But I find that you have value. And I apologize for the wrongs I did in your past. We'll make it right tonight. Maybe It'll be a first step. Maybe we can find a new relationship. Kinky. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I released the bands of Bolero. I've seen Retrie- them once. Retrieving nasty stuff. Wasn't expecting that. I thought you just might shoot a crossbow at her or something. Well, we weren't really going, well, we knew that we couldn't kill you, so. Uh, A shimmer seems to drop around him and the uh, circle in the corner goes, um, goes dark. And uh, he whistles and the door opens and there's two drow there armed and he says, it's okay. We're talking. Would you like your stuff? As a matter of fact, yes. Well, since you know about the Scarlet, let's go take a look. And he walks into the closet where you were. Mm-hmm. He puts on some pants. And uh, he knocks three times on the hatch. Yep. And the glow that you had turns off. Mm-hmm. He turns the hatch, opens it up. There's a ladder. He goes down the ladder. He says, follow me. I, I just I just jumped down the hatch. <laughs> ladders, ladders aren't for me. Uh, you, you jump down the hatch and uh, you come into this metal um, metal walls, metal floor, metal ceiling, uh, low cramped area, skinny corridor uh, that goes to the west to an intersection and a metal door to the west. What was the name of this manta ray again? Oh, this is the Scarlet Marpinoff. I actually had a model commissioned. Uh, It's in one of the libraries in uh, Waterdeep. Yeah. Well, that's where I saw it, isn't it? Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen something quite like this before. There is nothing like it in this earth, friend. And it, it has this graceful beauty in all the lines, even in the hallways and the doors. And, but there's strength there, you can tell. It's, you could handle. Uh, it's built very well. Uh, there is... Um, 
gilded decorations in the wall, uh, like uh, gold veins kind of spiraling, and just even just for decoration. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, so you come out um, to uh, the floor and uh, you come out to an intersection uh, that the door to the west goes north and goes south. To the south, you hear a whirring and a little bit of steam coming out of the corridor. Um, and uh, he says, uh, yeah, follow me. And uh, let's see. Uh, he walks a little bit to the north and he says, would you like a tour or do you just want to leave? I'm always interested in things if this is the only one like it. Uh, let me give you a, a tour of some of the areas. And he walks uh, north into uh, an open metal area. Uh, there's portholes on the left and right, huge portholes that open up uh, underwater. Uh, these glass portholes. You walk out onto a gangway uh, with a raised platform with two control seats. And there's buttons and levers on this control panel. Uh, and it's elevated above a lower deck, which uh, has more like consoles and looks like uh, there's people uh, who would work the consoles on below. And this would be like the captain would sit uh, up above everybody and, and perhaps the driver. Uh, this is uh, this is my control room um, and my observation deck. Uh, and you and you look out the soundproof uh, windows and you can see fish swimming by. Um, this uh, that uh, windows there they're actually made out of uh, glass steel. It's a resilient metal, magically rendered transparent. Mm. It's uh, quite amazing. Oh, he goes, look, and you see these merfolk looking very uh, interested in uh, my ship. And you see uh, a face peering in through the window. And as soon as you guys look, it disappears. Uh, they can't seem to get enough of this. So uh, he goes, yeah, so this is my, uh, my command center. Uh, you see a rock gnome. Uh, there, it looks like they're engineers and they're walking around on the lower level. Uh, there is two drow warriors armed to the teeth uh, and they are in the control room. They're looking up at you kind of shocked that you guys are in here. Um, with, a, with a look from Jarlaxle, they go back to a relaxed state. Um, goes, yeah, it's, uh, this is my baby. And he goes, uh, follow me. And he goes back to uh, down the hall and the second door to the east. He walks into a small bedroom, just a single bed. All the bedrooms are definitely more uh, tiny. And he, he goes, this is my room. And you get, instantly get the smell of lavender that magically permeates the cabin. Um, there's a hammock suspended in the starboard alcove. Um, your, your uh, staff is still going, isn't it? Uh, it only lasts 10 minutes. Yeah, I might just be about to go off, right? Because you cast it again? Yeah. So uh, 
the hammock radiates an aura of transmutation magic. Mm. Uh, there's a tall harp with a stool next by nearby, a hopper cord with a matching bench, and a freestanding mirror and a large wooden trunk. Um, there's a magical window made of that glass steel so you can look out. Um, he opens the trunk and uh, pulls out a small cloth, closes the trunk. He puts the cloth on the, on the floor and he starts unfolding the cloth and unfolding the cloth and it becomes this large circular dark piece of cloth. And uh, he uh, reaches in and uh, pulls his arm out and there's nothing in his hand. And a look of concern comes over his face. He crouches down again and he's reaching in. That son of a bitch! And he stands up in a rage and he takes the harp and he smashes it and he's just freaking out. He's just screaming. Uh, there's bottles smashing of lotions off the dresser. That little fucker, he actually figured it out. Uh, he grabs a, a bottle of whiskey, wants to smash it and he just opens it up, flops in a chair cursing. He's just swinging the bottle. And he, uh, after a few drinks, he just murmurs, figured it out. That's going to change a few things. I sigh. I'll just stick my hand out and I'm like, can I have my ring? Uh, he looks down at you uh, or he looks up at you and yeah, sure. Uh, takes the ring and he throws it at you. I'll catch it and look at it. Is this my family ring? It is your family ring. I'll put it back on my hand. On, Deals. Uh, my index again. finger on my right. Okay. On my right hand. He takes another swig of his bottle and he uh, looks over at you, Revenant, and goes, I, uh, I got some bad news. I just look at him and I say, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And he says, uh, fuck it, I might as well tell you. So the guy who gave me that note, Scourge, he's a small, slimy looking goblin. Uh, smart guy, though. I had my spies watching him because uh, rumor was he had discovered a secret uh, entrance into the halls of holding. I don't know if you've heard of that, but most people haven't. No. So. Wait. This this this, this uh, portable hole. That uh, bag of holding that you own. All the bags of holding in this universe. Where are they? How do they store stuff? They are pocket dimensions that hold the stuff. <laughs> and uh, legend says 
that they all exist in one pocket dimension that stores all the containers of all the bags of holding, all the portable holes and all such other items. Legend says that within the halls, one can see the many treasures that their owners store in their bags, thinking that they're safe and sound. So my spies constantly followed him and even bought him a few drinks in a rundown tavern. They found out Scourge was working on ways to break into these bags of holding, spaces to take their contents for years, and so far he'd been unsuccessful. So imagine this giant space of transparent walls of these bags, representing these bags. You can see what's in them, but you can't take the things inside. It drove him mad. But now with some of my precious treasures gone from my portable hole, and it seems like yours is gone too, it seems he's found a way. He's found a very secretive way uh, how to get into these bags of holding from the halls of holding and he takes a few swigs of his booze he goes this this could be disastrous uh, and he looks up at you guys and says the Delato is still important. If Scourge sent me this, he got it from something. Somebody's bag of holding. It's important. But on top of this, if you uh, can find Scourge, you might find out a little more where this note came from. Get your items back. Whatever he has, you can keep. And who knows what he has been able to get or how sorry Revenant but that's the best I can do find Scourge you find your staff where was the last time your uh, spies saw him well they followed him into uh, Neverwinter every time but he always seems to lose him after that and his, uh, the room almost seems to darken and it feels comfortable to you, uh, Theodore, but there's still a chill. And to you, Revenant, there's a chill. And Jarlaxle's constant jovial smile turns into a dark and scary grimace few people have ever seen. And he says, I just want that slimy shit to know what happens when you cross me. So when you find him, you keep him alive and you bring him to me. Sounds good. Revenant, are you all right with that? I'm literally seething with anger. It's like every ounce of my strength not to start beating the shit out of this wall. And Daryl Axel just smiles. Yeah, I know how you feel. You don't know what I lost in that portable hole either. Well, I need to drink. Um, is that girl going to wake up after a while there, Revenant? 
Yeah, I can kill her. <laughs> uh, my guards will escort you out. I need to be alone for a bit. Don't be strangers. You're always welcome on the eye catcher. Just don't cross me. Don't expect me back anytime soon. What's that? I said, don't expect me back anytime soon. Come back with the scourge, and that could be the last time we see each other if you want. Quick posture. So the guards lead you out. Uh, they uh, bring you down, and you climb down into your boat. You start rowing back to uh, the port of Waterdeep. And we'll end at that there right now for tonight. Thank you for streaming this episode of the Mobius Chronicles. Our team at Perilous Pursuits love playing D&D, but your likes, thumbs ups, and subscriptions motivate us to do even more crazy characters, voices, and memorable moments. For streaming options for all of our shows, a link to our Facebook community and tools and extras that might help your D&D games, go to our website at www.perilouspursuits.com. In the meantime, ask that black dragon to acid wash your jeans, cast duplicity, and double date those water genasi sisters. Then meet your friends at the barge ride in, and drink some ale, roll some dice, and play some D&D.